is the beautiful Alicia Fox. Spoke to you and said this, Bob, but my name's Billy. It doesn't matter what your name is. Loaded up with alcohol, more specifically vodka, whiskey, beer, tequila, more beer, more vodka, more whiskey, and more beer. He's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's coming in here. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. He's gonna puke. Three ain't enough now. I need five. Welcome in Jim, Ryan, Matt, Tim, and intern Mark. And after tonight, none of you in this ring will ever... Welcome everyone to Three Count Thursday, live right here on our Facebook page. It is Thursday, August 22nd, 2019. We are the podcast of the millennium. And this week we have tons to talk about, including Wednesday Night Wars are here, The Fiend's Future, and Rusev is the best. But first, our show is brought to you by Alicia's Pillows and Things. If you're decorating your home, you want it to reflect... Your taste and like, so why not add decor that reflects your sports, movie, or TV fandom? Alicia's and Pillows and Things is your hookup. They feature pillows of all sizes, stools, and more with your favorite teams and characters. Log on to NGSCSports.com, find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage, and place your order. Of course, NGSC Sports is the home network of Three Count Thursday, but you can find everything relating to us over at threecountthursday.com. There you'll find our social media links, our YouTube page, our merchandise from whatamaneuver.net, our Patreon page, and much, much more. We got Tim, we got Ryan, of course Jim right here. Boys, how we doing this week? What a maneuver. 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 Well, keep going. Get out of your system. That was it, though. What, what if that got it out of our system? Are you sure? Say fast lane. Yeah, I don't have the I don't have the soundboard. Don't, don't worry about it. I have it. Fast lane. <laughs> Chris, what's the uh, what's the news you have for us? How, uh, that would be Christopher with the C. Christopher with a K. How you doing, Devin? How you doing, Bud? If you're following along in the live video, give it a like, give it a share. We'd appreciate that. In just a uh, few minutes here, we're going to be joined by Valentina Loca. She's going to be our guest. Uh, on the show this week, we didn't have a question of the week. I forgot to put one up, but that's okay. I think we will have enough of other things to discuss. We do have some independent shows on the docket for this weekend. Real quick, I just want to share this. Uh, maybe let's do uh, something like mature and responsible for the podcast. What? For once, coming from Ryan even more. Yeah, that's odd. But hey, there's a Amber Alert, and I know we have a lot of listeners in the central Pennsylvania region, but a missing child alert, a seven-year-old girl last seen in the Shippensburg borough area traveling in a white Toyota. If you have any information, 717 very important Amber no, Alert. So. None of us own a white Toyota. Right? I do not. Okay. No. So we we're safe to drive home from the show. But on a serious note, 
do with it what you want. Yes, Chris. Um, the we did uh, we actually posted that uh, a few hours ago. But yes, Becky Lynch and Seth Rollins are engaged. So, oh man, kudos. wait, you mean I don't have a shot at Becky Lynch now? Uh, well, I and mean, Tim doesn't have a shot at Seth Rollins. <laughs> I'm so <What>? mad. <laughs> Um, I've been doing CrossFit. I mean, he's for so him reckless; he's probably shooting your eye. But whatever, that's CrossFit. fine. Um, You're looking like you're doing CrossFit. Sure. Look, I oh mean, my. here's the deal. I, I mean, feels like you, you doing you CrossFit. Feels like it. Yeah. You can still shoot your shot. You can still take take yeah. a take a chance. But that'll be later. You know tonight. what? More than likely, so- more than likely, you uh, you, you know, you're you're not going to. Uh, well, that's a bum deal. Some people would yeah. say that the best word in the English language is divorce because it makes all things possible. Well, what's uh, there's a comedian I want to say is Christopher Titus that because um, he was talking about his divorce and people were like, oh, he's like, no, 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 don't owe. No good marriage ends in divorce. That's right. If you hey, think about you it, if you think about it. Um, but uh, yeah, a couple of indie shows on the docket this weekend. What's if up, if uh, I miss. Any, I apologize. Uh, but H2O Opportunity Knocks 4 is this Saturday at the H2O that? Wrestling Center. That's Opportunity Knocking. Oh, that's that word again. Opportunity. Um, H2O Wrestling Center, Williamstown, New Jersey. Doors at 7.30. Bell is at 8. And then, Ryan, I'm sure you're going to have some information about this one because it's the, it's they did this last year. They did. Um, it's like three shows in one. There's a Rogue show. There's an Atomic show. And then there's some fucking... After party the craziness after party show, thing, yeah. Absolutely. So it's three shows in one. Way to put over that third I show. Right. I, well, I don't the know. The third show where There's the atomic, fucking... the atomic heavyweight championship is going to be defended on that after thing. Yeah. You know. Look, it's been a fucking long week. Yeah, don't so, get on my shit. All right. Our I'm, brethren, I'm out of from here. the commentary table, James Frazier is the ACW heavyweight champion, Jim. He is. I and and I, we and need I to love be excited guy. about that. I am, not I'm often. excited. I'm tired as fuck. I really am. Don't you get look on, sleepy. Don't get on my shit. Thank you. I can't. That wait really makes me feel so say, much better about say it. Something. Oh shit! Yeah, tell somebody that they look like shit. I didn't say he looks like shit. You know, you said I look tired. Go go home. Look at over in the mirror and say here. Find your mom. Find your girlfriend, whatever. Tell her she looks tired. Tell me how that works out for you. Go tell Dana she looks tired. How do you yeah. think that's going to go? Yeah, yeah. You tell me. Tell uh, Skipper. He's but tired. anyway, no, he, he, oh, is, he is not he tired. Is tired. He had a hard day. He had he got the old anal glands popping today. Ooh. Yeah. So he didn't have the best one of, day. One out of three of us would say that's a good time. <laughs> that's a good time. Huh? <laughs> Figure out which one of the three that is. Not me. <laughs> And um, but <laughs> exit only, man. I don't know. Sure, don't, sure, it is. Um, yeah, after this, okay. So, there's three out. shows ACW, Rogue Women Warriors, and then the after show, the uh, the Bonanza, the, the Bonans, the Bonanza. It is, it is the Jack Hershey's Chocolate Fantasy to start the show. Ooh. That is part one of the three part show. Okay, this that is sounds the, amazing. This is I over the, the Stevens Fire Hall, the Stevens, Stevens Fire Hall. It starts. Like do- is it? It's still indoors, right? It's all indoors. Okay, so doors open at four. Doors at four. First bell, bell is, is at five. five. So we're talking early. So what are we talking? It's a Three big show shows. here. Can you guys. just say the name again? Because I it is I'm Jack, closing my eyes. Yeah, Jack Hershey's Chocolate Fantasy. Jack Hershey is our or Atomics uh, Cruiserweight Champion. He's defending his strap uh, against Bones, relative newcomer over at ACW. I think I know who Bones is. Bones, Dame Smith. Taking on Ruckus from Blackout is a throwback name. Uh, Scotty Jeffries is putting his ACW Tri-State Championship on the line against the unorthodox Saren Faust. Is he still turning tricks over there? Somebody is. I know that. 
Scotty Jeffrey might be the one. I don't know. So you have Mr. Chow, um, who Mr. also Chow. who also wrestles with uh, midgets with attitude, um, teaming up with Bobby Krueger, and they're taking on Wesley Jacanor and his tag team partner Frankie Malibu. Good to see Wesley coming back from a, a bit of a hiatus. Wesley Jacanor is back. Then we take a little bit of a break. We reset. We go to the Rogue Women warrior section of the show it is hail to the queen uh we have ashley america taking on missy samson is he gonna be okay i don't know we're just gonna let him go (laughs) he said the m word and i wasn't he wasn't ready for for it it. he wasn't ready for midgets with attitude the mwo or the mwa i guess mwa mwa uh riley crows taking on Brittany blake that's a, a fan favorite Brittany blake max taking on casey dillon Trixie Tash is taking on Lena Lennox. And in a steel cage match, Uh-oh. the Rogue Women's Championship will be uh, determined as Tess Valentine battles Erica Lee for the Rogue Women's Championship, which is currently vacated. Ooh, in abeyance. In a steel cage, a solid. Salad steel a cage? Salad steel cage match. After that, we're going to take another little break, tear down the cage, then we're going to the punk rock after party. We're going to see Gory. Taking on Killian McMurphy. Ooh, that should, that be, should a be a really match. Fun Real match. solid match. BJ Walker, York's very own BJ Walker, taking on Stockade. Mm. There's no Stockade from uh, CZW. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, little, little hardcore. So maybe BJ's mouth got him in trouble this time? Like, that's never happened before. I don't know. I don't know. And then uh, James Frazier, again, the color commentator. Or the, the play-by-play announcer. How's that going to work out? I don't know. We're going to find out. I'm not going to go in the ring. I'll tell you, you that Because you weren't there last month when he won the when championship. When he won the championship, right. So are you going to fly solo I don't there? know what's going to happen, Jim. They might, they might, a boy might, a guy, I don't know what's going to happen. Yes, you have to I show am, up I, there and find out. I'm so going to have to find out. You, what you should do is before the match, you should go into the ring and you should try to call, you're going to pick your commentary partner out of the crowd and then pick Nicholas. No, no, Nicholas will <laughs> never be picked from Ryan. Oh, that's a shame. I'd rather just... Uh, that's a solid card, though. That's a, that is, that is and he's a, taking on Bro Keller, who's returning back to ACW after a bit. Um, bro. Bro has kind of spread his wings a little bit and, and, and uh, hit some other areas, so it's great to see Bro back uh, under the atomic roof. So, yeah, huge, huge night. Again, doors at 4, Bell at 5, come hang out for a day, afternoon, and evening full of professional wrestling. Yeah, it should it should be a solid it's weekend. A so uh, it's a, I mean, the weather this weekend here in uh, Central PA is supposed to be fantastic. We're doing it for the juggalos and juggalettes. Whoop whoop whoop. whoop. Um, all you, right, hope you like it. So is that is that that's Saturday? Yeah, Take Ticket, my, tickets are normal price. Normal price, man. Normal price, normal Tim. Price. There it is. Oh boy, we Tim's. said we said the whole thing. None of us took our shirts off. My goodness. <laughs> Um, Jason, we'll get to that. We'll talk about AEW in a little bit. I thought you were talking about the chocolate fantasy thing again. I was like, I would definitely take my shirt off. Okay, stop. No, let's leave clothes on. What? Jesus. I have an undershirt on. I I don't care. Leave them on. Leave all clothing that you wore to the studio. Leave it on. For the love of God. I took a No, I prefer it if you didn't flash. Can we get to our guest, please? Okay. Can we please get to our guest? That's fine. Do we have to? Yes, we do. She's on the line. We're leaving our tops on. My goodness. I'll put my shoes back on. This is serious business. The shoes are on, folks. Yes. We are a mess, but we are glad. I am a mess. We are glad. I blame the workout. Okay, would you just. Go ahead. Guest. We're getting to the guest. Would you. I'm sorry. Would you please? I can't. My focus is. Would you stop? There it was. Now you got it. Okay, we're yes. going to our guest, 
Valentina Loca. She is joining us here tonight. Valentina, welcome in to Three Count Thursday. Hi, guys. Thanks for having me. Good. Happy we, to be here. We, we apologize for Tim's shenanigans. We're trying to get you on the line and on the call here. He's crazy. We don't know what's going on with him tonight. I'm hungry, and I, I'm sore. I'm very sorry. I took it out on you, and I shouldn't have. <laughs> Thank you for being here. <laughs> We're all friends here. Of course. All right, so Thanks, let's guys. let's jump into this so maybe we can get Tim food or a nap or something. I don't all know. three. Advil something in maybe a little both. bit here. Um, all right, so just for those that don't ha- have any background on you or, or, or know kind of where your story in professional wrestling kind of got its start, when did you first kind of, uh, you know, get, get, get the bite? When did, when did it wrestling, you know, attract itself to you and you, you jumped in and said, this, this is where it's at? Um, I guess I'm gonna have to give the cliche answer that everyone gives is that like I love I've loved wrestling ever since I was a child and and that that was the case. Um, I've been watching wrestling since I'm about maybe nine years old, but I actually didn't really decide to fully pursue it until I was in college. Um, for those who are like you said are unaware of my background, I'm actually uh, I like to say four ten with a five ten mentality. I'm not the biggest person, so uh, I guess coming to that conclusion of being like okay i am going to do the wrestling it's going to be a thing didn't come until very later on in life but like wrestling has always been like the biggest love of my life by far now is there was there any superstar or gimmick or match or event that that really stands out to you when you were when you were like first a fan like for me i think the first one that, that stands out is wrestlemania 7 it was the first wrestlemania that i ever saw live um, not in, not in the building, but watch live on pay per view. So, like for me, WrestleMania Seven always kinds of holds like that special place. Is there is there a, a superstar, a match, a show that that stuck out to you as as the one that is like this? This is like my first wrestling memory. <laughs> oh, definitely. Like uh, I would say by far, like the biggest thing that that meant the most to me as a fan growing up was uh, watching people like Eddie Guerrero and Rey Mysterio because uh, I grew up in like a predominantly Hispanic household. So just being able to see also like Hispanic icons on the TV and being like, Oh, Hey, like being represented in that way was really awesome. And especially like not only were they Hispanic, but they weren't like the biggest guys either. So it was kind of like a two for one for me to be like, Hey, these people out there doing really cool stuff. And I thought that like the way that Eddie just looked, he could like be my uncle or something. So I was like, man, this is really awesome and really fantastic. So those two guys will always be like the top of like how I regard professional wrestlers. It's just Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio. Those are my guys. Yeah. Eddie comes up a lot when we ask this question. It's definitely awesome to see this generation and a new generation like still reflecting on how impactful Eddie Guerrero was in their choice to like become a pro wrestler. Most definitely. Um, so now that uh, we kind of know the, the history, the background to you, how did you decide that you really wanted to become a wrestler? Let's talk about like finding a trainer and where you got your training. Of course. Uh, well, like I said, I didn't really decide to do the wrestling thing until later on in life, until uh, I was in college. And in college, uh, you know, you try experimenting, you try doing different things. And for some people, you know, it's like doing drugs or hooking up with a bunch of people. But for me, it was like, okay, I'm going to try doing something athletic because I have absolutely no athletic background whatsoever. I never played any sports, never really did anything like in college or in high school. But uh, around my second year in college, I decided, you know, I'll join the MMA club because why not? I'm fun and spontaneous and I'll get punched in the face for real. Why not? So um, after I, I spent some time with the MMA club and I didn't 
die or, uh, you know, get broken or anything too badly. And I could survive, you know, the stuff that they put me through. I was like, shoot, if I could do this, like, why can't I go and do in the wrestling thing? So uh, I went ahead and I looked up some schools and it just happened that um, this was around the time that the Black and Brave Wrestling Academy in Davenport, Iowa, um, formerly based across the river in Illinois, was open. I think it had only been open maybe about like a year, six months at that point. So it was still fairly new. And I was like, wow, to get trained by like somebody like Seth Rollins, who's currently at the highest level in the WWE, a place I want to be like, is this a real, real life? Is this happening? <laughs> so thankfully, uh, I had a half sister of mine live only about an hour away from the school. So it kind of all fell into place. Like this is exactly where I needed to be time, place. And at that time, you know, I just, wasn't going to do the regular people thing. So the same time, funnily enough, that I graduated from wrestling school, I graduated from college at the same time. So I was able to just be done with real life stuff. And now I can go and hit the ground running. What is um, one of the things, probably maybe the most important thing that you've learned from, from Seth Rollins at, over at the Brave Camp um, that's helped you today in your journey to uh, being a pro wrestler? Man, just like, the importance of storytelling like that is probably like the biggest thing that has been imparted on me like and i'm still continuing to train there like i'm calling you guys actually from davenport iowa as we speak and i'm still living here i've lived here for the last two years um still training still learning and like the biggest thing that we've been imparted on here is just the importance of storytelling like of course they teach you how to do the moves and how to do them safely and how to make them look pretty but at the end of the day like i just want to tell stories i want to have an emotional connection with people and I want to inspire people and I want to be able to do the same thing for people that wrestling has done for me. And that gave me so much happiness, so much joy, so much purpose. So I think above all else, like that is, that is the biggest thing that I try to do going forward in wrestling and the thing that they teach us that is pretty much, you know, really important. I'd like to think so. Awesome. Nice. Uh, this is just a, a question for me. How often do you visit the coffee shop next door? Oh, it is so good. Let me tell you, like, my yeah, baby cat isn't happy with it, but, like, it is honestly, like, and I'm not just saying this because I'm biased, because they did have a shop in Davenport um, beforehand. They have two locations in Davenport. So I would go to the, the one before before they even opened right next to the store all the, like, all the time. So, yes, the coffee is very good. It is well worth the price. I recommend you go to 392 in Davenport when if you guys ever come to Davenport because it's very good coffee. Not just saying that. Yeah, I just biased, uh, but it's very re- good. Recently, <laughs> on, recently on YouTube, they had a little thing, and Seth talked about the had a coffee shop. There's a coffee shop right next door to the wrestling school that I had to ask about. So Davenport's beautiful this time of year. Yeah, absolutely. Look at you doing research, Tim. Hey, look, man, I'm, <laughs> yeah. I'm more than just a pretty face. I can I'm, I know a little bit to get get me in trouble. Um, you talked about some of the training and, and some of the things you took from training, um, as far as the important part of the wrestling business, but what is your favorite part of uh, the wrestling industry so far? Um, just from your experience, both in training and actually uh, competing, what's uh, what's some of the favorite things that you take from it? Man, like, also going to sound probably super corny here, but I just love the people. Like, I think the amount of, like, really amazing people that I've been able to just come into contact and have proximity with in wrestling has just been super awesome because growing up, um, I lived in a town of, like, 200 people. It okay. wasn't big at all. Right on the border of New Mexico and Colorado. Ooh. And so I was pretty much the only person, like, in my town, in my general area that liked wrestling at least as much as I did. So now the fact that I get to go out and just 
meet with people, whether it be like fans and workers alike, like just being able to be surrounded by people who have the same amount of passion for this as I do is like the most amazing part, whether it be like going on road trips with people and just like picking their brains and how they view wrestling or what they love about wrestling or even talking with fans who like come out to the shows that I do and get a chance to talk with me, whether I'm at like the merch table or wherever. Like, I just think it's really awesome. I love all of the people that I've gotten able to interact with and like wrestling is cool, but like, I think the, the memories that we make with each other are also just as important. Yeah, I definitely agree. I, for the longest time before I got involved in the business, I thought that just like being around the atmosphere of people, but road trips, especially, especially when you have a nice long one, those road trips are something special. Oh yeah. You're not joking. Especially the snacks. We love snacks. Oh man. Absolutely. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, if if this show wasn't called Three Count Thursday, it could probably be called the Snack Podcast, but that's neither here nor there. Um, <laughs> now, how important is it to you? I mean, you, you talked about some of the you know, your biggest influences in the business, being Eddie Guerrero and, and some others, you know. But how important is it to you uh, to incorporate your Hispanic background into your style, your persona, and everything around you in the wrestling business? Oh, absolutely. Like, I would say, aside from storytelling that I mentioned prior, uh, my culture and my heritage is, like, by far just the most important thing that I try to give to the audience because not only do I love wrestling, but I love where I come from. And being as, like, New Mexico isn't really known as, like, a wrestling state because, of course, you know, you have Iowa, you have Dan Gable, you have all the people that are really awesome. And Iowa is primarily, like, a very wrestling state. But when you think of New Mexico, you're not like, hmm, I've had some really great wrestlers come from there, and that's not to to shame any of the other wrestlers that have come from there, but I think, uh, especially, like, with the training that I've undergone and, like, the places that I've gotten to go, I have a very unique opportunity to bring New Mexico to other parts of the country because it's a beautiful place, love it to death, and, like, uh, especially now recently, I've kind of really hunkered down on, like, my roots, and now I'm trying to do more of a Breaking Bad type thing because before... We know when you're first in wrestling, you're not sure what you really want to do yet. So I was like, cool, I'll be like a Hispanic person. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> so now I'd like to think that um, with a little bit more experience that I've gotten under my belt, I've gotten a chance to really flesh out this character in a way that can be presented and people can really enjoy it. So um, I come out like with the New Mexico flag more times than not. Um, I'm currently getting gear designed that has like the New Mexico flag on it. So nice. that's really cool. And then also just being able in the ring to show that you know, people from like a small town in New Mexico can go out and make it and do whatever they want with their life. So yeah, by far, that is absolutely something that I hold near and dear to my heart. Yeah. The only wrestler I can think of that's ever been billed from New Mexico was Cactus Jack. Yes. Truth I or get Consequence. Cactus Jack yeah. so much, especially like people will ask me, like, is Truth or Consequences like a real place? And I'm like, yes, <laughs> it is a very real <laughs> town in New Mexico. There's not anything that really goes on there, but there is a place in New Mexico called Truth or Consequences. But he's not even from there. Right, so, yeah. like, you get to be, you can be that trendsetter. So, good on you. Uh, you would yeah, actually, for sure, for sure. You would actually just touched on it, uh, kind of leading into the next question. Um, what references do you use from pop culture or TV and movies um, as an inspiration for your in-ring persona? Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely Breaking Bad. And funnily enough, like... People are going to roast me for this, but I actually did not watch Breaking Bad until I came to Davenport. So, like, for about a year in, when I was here in Davenport, and people, when I would tell people, oh, I'm from New Mexico, like, around Albuquerque, they'd be like, oh, have you seen Breaking Bad? And I would have to disappoint them and be like, no, I've never seen it. Like, of course, I knew about it. I knew the general premise of it, all that good stuff. But I didn't actually sit down 
on Netflix and watched the whole thing start to finish until very recently. So now I'm like, this is amazing. I understand why people love it. So now that I have this unique opportunity, like I said, uh, being actually authentically from New Mexico, I feel like I'm in a good position to, to do this and have it be somewhat original in its context. <laughs> Um, I wouldn't feel too bad. I've never watched a minute of Breaking Bad, so it, I you just, were missing out. It totally. I knew you would have watched it's very it. Very good. I'm sure Jim yeah, didn't watch it. Either. I, I have not either. Uh, not I know that's not your style of it, TV. Yeah, yeah but if, I figured you would have seen it. If Tim. you if you like the drama, if you like dramas at all, like yeah, it's it's very good. I just don't want to be that guy now that it's goes and almost, watches it now. Ryan, in the last year, you've watched the full series of The Office for the very first time. Hey, that's true too. Don't talk I'm, about being that guy. I'm late to the party. See, I'm at the point now where like I don't film my regular days. Like when a TV show comes out, I don't watch it. I wait till it's over. You'd rather just binge. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Like so, that's what I did with Breaking Bad. That's what I'm going to do with Game of Thrones. Like I'm going to just go behind oh, and, and watch load up later um, because it's all there. I don't have to keep up with it. So, um, yeah, definitely do it. You, there's no harm in co- being yeah. late to the party. Just, just be the exactly. be, and there's be only at five the party. Seasons, so it's not a lot of commitment. It's like five yeah. seasons. I think like people have asked me to watch <laughs> series or start series that are like ten seasons deep, and I'm like, no, no, that's too much commitment for me. So definitely, <laughs> yeah. if you want to check out Breaking Bad, it's only five seasons. I, I, I think it's magic. I can do it. I have faith in you, Ryan. Yeah, you got can got something it. new to do. <laughs> you can absolutely do it. Um, but to go from your character to actually being in the ring, uh, you've held the Brew City title. So what does it mean for you? Um, at this stage of your career, uh, to be like the face of a company, uh, how important was it uh, for that uh, particular company uh, for it to be your first singles title? Oh, well, first of all, it was completely mind-blowing because I had no idea I was winning it when I showed up that day. Nice. So uh, you can imagine me just walking in the building, just, you know, here to here to do a good job and here to entertain people and then to, to find out, hey, we're going to, you're going to win the title tonight. Um and not only, not only that, not to, I hate to name drop because I hate being that person, but not only to win the title, but to win it from somebody like Kylie Ray, who's currently going to kill it in AEW, and she's super fantastic. Can't Without say question. the most amazing things about her. So, Kylie, like, yeah. just to, to be in that position was absolutely mind-blowing and absolutely humbling in the most important way because I'm, I'm just happy to be there. Like, of course, not to, to steal her catchphrase, but, like, right. I, I love wrestling, and I'm happy to have any opportunity come my way. And that was actually my first ever appearance at Bruce city wrestling as well. So like coming into a new company, you know, you want to make a good impression. You want to entertain the fans. You want to do a good job. And then to, to have the promoter really have that faith in you means the world to me. And still to the day, I'm just mind blown that I get opportunities like these. I think. Yeah. There's awesome. that's rarefied air being making, winning a title in your debut at a company. I can only think of a couple off the top of my head of like actual debut matches that result in a title win. So good on you. Thank you. Now over the, the the course, different interviews we've had, we've had people that have cared to like um, tag team wrestling, more singles wrestling, um, you know, hardcore matches, different, all, all different variations. Is there, is there one, style of match or or anything like that 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 you particularly uh enjoy more or is kind of more kind of your style or are are you just kind of in it for for just about everything oh yeah i love everything i'm so like i said so happy to just jazz to to do anything really but uh there have been some fun matches that i've had in the past um i've had my trainer's home promotion at scw pro i had a 
a really big feud with uh, somebody named Rain Victoria, and we had been building this feud all through like the year. We've had several different matches, different ways, different gimmicks, but then our last one, our final chapter, was uh, a fans bring the weapons match, and that was absolutely who they brought everything from a cookie like a cookie tray with like Legos glued onto it. That was really creative. Oh, okay. <laughs> and then from things like like trash cans and two by fours, but they also brought things like. Uh, a lightsaber, like from Star Wars, from Walmart, <laughs> and nice. uh, like a bag of bread. So like we got right. to have just a whole bunch of fun with that, and uh, like regular singles too. Like I love just getting in there and like testing my own abilities with other people because since I am smaller than other people and I have to maneuver as such, um, I have to find really creative ways to get into things or really creative ways to do things. I can't just pick somebody up and body slam them. Like I, I wish I could, but <laughs> that's uh, that's not necessarily my mo. So uh, just kind of playing a human game of chess trying to figure out well how can i put myself in this position to get you here or there so like yeah man wrestling's awesome like yeah <laughs> wrestling is awesome amen i'm not letting you get away without that with that uh slick larry zabisco reference for nothing using the game <laughs> of human chess that is good stuff <laughs> i i try student of the game i'm the student of the game um we know that the midwest is, is really packed in its really a growing uh, wrestling community with a lot of wrestling uh, companies. Have you found this to be a benefit to your career so far? Oh yeah, by far. Definitely. Uh, the Midwest is really, well, as you said, really popping with, with a lot of hungry ladies, a lot of talented ladies. So um, I've gotten the opportunity to go a lot of cool places in the Midwest. Uh, just in like my first year, I was talking to my trainer about this, um, about how, how many states I've been able to go to just in like the first year alone. And I think we got to the count of like seven or eight. So nice. like, like it's just awesome. The opportunities that have been afforded, like for me to go different places, test my strength against other people. And like, uh, I even got to go back home to Albuquerque, uh, last year to wrestle for, cause there's actually one independent company running in New Mexico right now. So, uh, the times I get to wrestle in front of my friends and family are like really rare. So like opportunities like that are also really cool. Cause like, well, I love performing on like big stages in front of a lot of people. Just getting to to go home in front of like the smaller crowds as well is equally as awesome. Yeah. So definitely, like, yeah, all around. And now that you find yourself in the wrestling business, you would say like you, you grew up as a fan. Are you still able to like go to any shows just as a fan and enjoy watching wrestling still? Oh, for sure, for sure. I'd like to think that I'm fortunate enough to still have that love for wrestling where I can maintain a level of professionalism about it. But I can also uh, not take myself so seriously where I can look at something and be like, oh, this is a lot of fun. Like, I really enjoy this as a fan. I really am entertained like this. Like, uh, recently in, like, the Davenport camp area with my boys, I've been slowly but surely getting everybody on the Orange Cassidy train, and I think that's fantastic. Because, oh, yeah, like, I just uh, – it's a hoot. It's, like, my favorite thing going on right now in independent wrestling is just as a fan. I'm just so entertained by it. So – I've been showing all of my boys, be like, you need to see this. This is fantastic. So, so, so fully, but really, everyone's doing, like, the half-hearted thumbs-ups or, like, the bubby. And so just, like, little stuff like that is a lot of fun, like, as a fan. But then when it comes down to it, like, you can still maintain that level of professionalism. Yeah, I know that uh, me with a couple of friends, we do the half-hearted fist bump. So we'll just we'll <laughs> hang our hand out and just bump. Um you had mentioned going home and being able to perform in New Mexico as well as your travels in the Midwest. But uh, what are some other states or countries uh, that you'd like to travel in your career? And do you have any plans coming up 
to make an excursion? Um, I had the chance to go to Canada for the first time this last year. That was a lot of fun. But I would really love to go to Mexico because recently uh, I've really found a fondness for Lucha Libre. Um, I got the chance, actually, my last little excursion, I suppose you can call it, was actually in uh, Philadelphia. I lived there for about a month and a half. I got to train at Chikara. So that was an absolutely amazing Ah. experience. Yeah, yeah. It was a really fun time. So I'd never done any, like, highly specified technical like lucha libre training because here at the black and brave wrestling academy it's mainly like just like the the meat and potatoes like what you really need to know about wrestling like you got your headlocks and your body slams and your hip tosses and that's awesome that's my jam but actually getting like a specialized niche of training in that month and a half was like open my eyes to a whole bunch of different styles that i didn't know prior and so uh, I really love to go to Mexico to just, like, learn more about that because I fell in love with it. I think it's awesome. And even, like, Japan, like, I think every wrestler, well, sure. I don't want to speak for everyone, but I'd like to think that most wrestlers would like to go to Japan at some point. So I think, you know, that would be fun, too. I just want to go everywhere, do everything, wrestle everyone. Yeah, you <laughs> you can't go wrong getting uh, a good firsthand training in Lucha Libre from one of the masters of it in Mike Quackenbush. Mm-hmm. Uh, I... I work pretty closely with uh, some of the Chikara talent um, at different indies that they, they work as well. So I know that if you, you spent a month and a half there, that you got you, you wrung them dry with, uh, from all the trainers there at the Russell Factory, uh, getting as much knowledge as you can on Lucha. So. For sure, for sure. I couldn't say enough good things. Like They treated me so well, especially somebody who came in kind of like as an outsider. Kind of be like, hey, guys, I'm from, from Iowa. Just came to do wrestling. <laughs> everyone just welcomed me with open arms, and like, I can't wait to to go back. And everyone there is just awesome. I love them all. All right, uh, Valentina. Now, this is this is something we're doing. It's a little bit new. I think you're the the second or third person we've had on the live show that that, that <laughs> we're that we're hitting with this. We're going to do a little bit of a rapid fire questions. Um, so Ooh, so I'm gonna like do it. I'm gonna do four of them. Then Ryan, I think, has three. Tim has. Three or four, I don't know. It's Thursday. It's late in the week. It's tough to count. Right. Math, math is pretty hard there by the go. time we hit Thursday. Yeah, we so, stop counting at three. It's at in the three, name of our yeah, show. Yeah, we're, we're just done. Match is <laughs> over at three, so we're, we're good. Exactly. I don't uh, do math either. It's cool. <laughs> all right. So first one, where do you want the sorting hat to place you? Oh, I've only seen the first two Harry Potter movies. Oh, I'll go Gryffindor. All right. <laughs> Disney or DreamWorks? Disney. Is there, do you have a favorite movie from one of those companies? I love Wally. I think that's a really underrated movie. Okay, very good. Uh, favorite <laughs> favorite sport to watch outside of wrestling? Oh Jesus! I'll go football. Go Denver Broncos. Oh, go Broncos. Okay. There you go. Uh, and the last one for me: favorite city to sightsee during your travels. Toronto. Oh, Toronto was awesome. Oh, I like love New York Toronto. Without the fear of getting mugged. I yeah. love Toronto. All right, Ryan. Uh, pineapple on a pizza? Yes. Uh, would you consider hot dog a sandwich? No. Nintendo, PlayStation, or Xbox? PlayStation. Which Game of Thrones house gets your sword? Oh, I've never seen Game of Thrones. That makes uh, two of us. I'll go, I'll, go, I'll go Lannister. That's the only one I know. Man, that's more than I knew about it. <laughs> <laughs> Honest to God, uh, and then this one's a uh, Matt. Matt, Matt, uh, who who is our uh, producer, wants to put this in there. What is your opinion on ketchup? I love ketchup. There we go. All right, amen. Take that, Matt. Um, American gravy. Yeah. 
Um, Marvel or DC? Marvel. Nice. Uh, favorite Avenger? Ooh, Captain America. Okay. Who do they get? Who does the MCU get to replace Spider-Man now that he's out? Oh, that hurts me. Can we just get Tobey Maguire, but CGI'd is younger? <laughs> that would be good. <laughs> there you go. That would be great. <laughs> she made it. She made it. She, she made, made it through lightning round. round. Very it. good. All right, Va- Valentina, one more question, and then uh, and then we'll get people to uh, find out where they can follow you on social media and throughout your journey here. Um, but it's a question we always like to close out with our guests, and, and um, we have gotten some of the most interesting answers to this question. If you had to pick your dream match, if it was from against any superstar, any era, anything like that, who would your dream match be against? Oh, I would got to say, like, out of everybody, I would love to have a match with Eddie. Just Lucha Libre, but we could do all the cute stuff. Like, yes, 100%. That's my idol, and I would love to wrestle him. Awesome. Fantastic. All right, Valentina, you've survived your, your first time on the show here. You did a great job. I but did. But uh, before we cut you loose, make sure you let people know where they can follow you on social media. If you have any bookings, anything like that you'd like to plug, feel free to do that, and then we'll let you go. For sure. Well, I like to make things easy for people. So all of my handles, whether that be uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, they're all at uh, S West Spitfire. So that's S and then West as in the direction, or Kanye West, whatever floats your boat. Uh, Spitfire. Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, all the same handle. Um, yeah, I'm everywhere. I'm pretty much everywhere almost every weekend in the Midwest area. Um, I will be at Bruce City Wrestling in Waukesha, Wisconsin tomorrow for an all-women's event. It's going to be the first all-women's event, so that's going to be fun. Come on out. And then I've also got um, an event on the 24th, and I believe, if I'm not mistaken, um, are you guys familiar with Starla from like that Hulk Hogan reality show where they had like, the little people wrestling? Uh, yes. Back in the day? Yes. Yeah, she's also going to be at that show. So me and her are going to be booked. I don't know if we're wrestling each other or if we're fighting with, like, as a tag team. But, hey, that'll be fun. Awesome. That's uh, for Central Empire Wrestling. And you can look them up on Facebook for all the event details there. And then lastly, this is probably, like, the biggest event that I have going forward is going to be um, the Rise Wrestling Regional Rising Stars Tournament. I think I got that right. <laughs> it's going to be in Berwyn, Illinois. Um, it's also going to be an iPay per view, as far as I know. You can follow them at Rise DTWA Developing Tomorrow Wrestling Attractions. Yes, mm-hmm. acronyms. <laughs> and you can uh, get all the info there. Uh, September 1st, it's going to go down. It's all that weekend. So if you're going to be in the area, come out and watch the women's wrestling there, and we'll do the stuff for sure. All right, absolutely. Sounds like a great time. Uh, Valentina Loca, thank you for joining us, and uh, I'm sure we will uh, keep track of you, and uh, maybe we'll talk to you again down the line. For sure. Appreciate it, guys. Thanks for having me on. All right, have thank a good you. night. Us. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. I, I, I just, what a I, sweetheart. I, absolutely. I, and I love, I love all the different answers and, and like the different backgrounds of, of, of all the people we've had on this show. It never gets old. It never, it, it truly never gets old. So, um, again, thank you to Valentina Loca. Make sure you follow her on her social medias. We'd, we we uh, would definitely appreciate that. I know she would as well. Um, so there was n- really nothing news wise, nothing. 
Yeah, what, what what time is it? Yeah, what I time mean, do we, we have? Could probably That's just it. we could probably just shut this and thing. We've down. We've been on for forty minutes, so yeah. that puts us at ten ten. We've got till eleven thirty. Yeah, I mean, like, there's nothing that's happened. Yeah, nothing, not at all. No, nothing, not one. I mean, things don't get exciting until well, like no, the, the King of the Ring thing, but that's it. Like, right, that's no, the there was like ring kicking. Like, there were like preliminary right, matches. Right, so that's not even a like, big deal. Cool, well, a couple of guys so advance. So all all outs next weekend. So yeah, we'll have so, stuff to talk about then. But then, like after that, we won't have anything until. October, right. October third, right? Yeah, nothing. Yeah, I we mean, should probably just like talk Wednesday about... nights, October third. Yeah, when, yeah, yeah, Wednesday that's, nights. That's the only thing happening on Wednesday. Let's right? talk about food. Ooh, then again, why well, do well, NXT NXT's on the WWE Network on, on Wednesdays. Wednesdays? Right, yeah, yeah right, right. It's in, yeah, it's only on the network. Like, hold on, wait, hold on. I actually heard that you can find it on demand. Thursdays, if Hold you don't on. watch it live, I just Wednesdays. Yeah, well, see, Matt's on the line. Matt's Matt. There's like nothing. Nothing news-wise, nothing coming, like, Wednesday nights are boring. Yes, Tim. I think we have breaking news right now. Oh, hold on. Where's the... We have breaking news? Yes. NXT is going to be two hours on the USA Network starting September 18. What? 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 Turn down for what? (laughs) What? I can't do that. I heard, oh, oh, Tim. Tim just broke oh, himself. I gotta, oh, I got to stretch. He's got to oh, stretch it out, folks. Oh, oh Tim's he's got to walk it off. Tim, it's our time he's, now. He's got to walk it off. Um, Here we go. Yeah, obviously, the, the big news of the week. Tuesday, it was announced that uh, NXT, starting Wednesday, September 18th, will be moving live to the USA Network two hours every week. Um, it will remain... At Full Sail. Oh, okay. So, right. it, so it, not it a is touring not, brand. It is not a touring brand. They will remain at uh, at Full Sail down there down there in Florida. Um, but two hours live every Wednesday. Um, we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of dig into the layers of this announcement. But w- it, it was kind of the worst kept rumor for for at least a few days. I think what last weekend it really started to. Bubble to the top, and and then everybody expected the, the, some big announcement on uh, on Monday Night Raw that didn't happen, and there wasn't an NXT invasion of Monday Night Raw or anything like that. It just kind of popped out there on Tuesday morning. So when when the the announcement became official, because obviously anytime you're dealing with rumors and uh, news sites and all of those, you got to ask. <laughs> you you got you you have to wait till it actually happens. So Tuesday. Becomes official. Like, what? What was your guys' first initial thought? Like, like NXT movie. You know, Tuesdays live two hours or Wednesdays live two hours. I'm probably just still going to watch it on demand on the network. I usually consume it the following week, or theoretically, you could DVR it or DVR it. Right. Well, yeah. it is going to be. It's. They've already announced that while it is going to be live on Wednesdays. It's going to be available on the network the next day on yeah. Thursday. Yeah, and here's the deal. I think people freaked out about the two hours thing. The rest of them. That's yeah, I'm fine with that. Mutt and Raw and SmackDown. I think that's, that, Raw and I SmackDown are a be. month behind. Right. I was doing that the contract thing. Probably you can watch it like on the USA on demand mm-hmm. on the, like, the cable. Watch. Right, and, and, I, and it's it, on Hulu too. Yeah. Right. Well, so and I, I would assume, and, and I would, I yeah, and I would guess that they would work it. They worked into this deal that. NXT doesn't go to Hulu because it goes to the network the next day. And, like, 
you know, because it because was because that's the only way subscribers can get to it, right? And, and, and right. it was an original like network product, so it's a little bit different than Raw and SmackDown, which originated as a you know standard television show. I mean, I, th- I guess we'll, we will eventually work through some of the criticisms and everything that we heard. My biggest, my biggest takeaway was I, I heard people bitching about the two hour mark that that two hours is unnecessary. They'd rather leave it an hour. I figure when you factor in commercial breaks, we're actually not getting that much more. Like the NXT on the network will probably be an hour fifteen. Yeah. So it's really not yeah, much it's, much it's, different. Yeah, right. It's because not... you're figuring in two hours of commercials and USA paying bills. Sure. So absolutely. It's not a big deal to me. The one part I will. I reserve judgment on, and I'm, I'm looking at this kind of critically. Sure. NXT being one hour on the network allows the creative of NXT to hide or underuse certain talents. Okay. Like if you watch NXT now, you're not seeing Matt Riddle every week. Right. You're not seeing. Undisputed era every week. You're not seeing like you're able to stretch out the talents, and part of that is because they tape four, five, six weeks of television in one sitting. So they're trying to spread out how often the the wrestlers are out. With it being on television, you may overexpose people who have the right amount of exposure, and also overexposed because now you're filling two hours. There's people who were only featured on NXT like once a month. Like your Vanessa Bournes and Aaliyah's, mm-hmm. um, your Monsoors, who now that there's two hours of television, they may get more ex- more time. And that may... It's a, it's a bigger sink or swim factor for that. So that was your first thought when you heard. Yeah, I mean, so is that a good thing that they're getting more? I think it's a. I'm reserved. Like I think it's a. It's a point that could swing towards the AEW side because okay. in, well, in certain lights, NXT is still developmental. It's not, but some of those guys are, are pure talents already, and they're they're polished and they're ready to go. But for every one. They have at the PC, they've got another who is an unknown quantity. And okay. we're trying, they're still trying to figure out what they are. I think to that point, it's no surprise now that we just had the Rising Star tournament thing in NXT sure. that, that familiarized you know, yourself with eight, ten, ten new talents, eight, eight new talents. So it's almost well, like and two, it's, it's almost like it was planned. Almost. Almost. This wasn't like a, it's just, almost like they I mean, I'm not saying coming. that they didn't plan it to rival an AEW. Oh, I'm no, not saying I, that's the case. No, no. And two of the people from the breakout tournament are already on, like, the 205 Live roster. Isaiah or, Swerve right. and um, Angel, Gar- Angel Garza. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Matt, when you when when this announcement first became official, what was what kind of was your initial thought, take, opinion? Um, some slight hesitation, just because it's it seems like what they have going right now is going pretty well. I don't know. I mean, we've we've talked about how exhausting like the big weekends are when we get three, four days of wrestling in a row. Now that they're trying to do it live, it's kind of 
questionable. I probably would want to still take the break and watch it on replay, but it, if it drives up the ratings, then more power to them. It's just, it seems like a risk to me to, to take a product that has kind of this following on the network and move it to a live product. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, my my first reaction was probably fairly negative uh, on this. I mean, it really was because you you have something that is clearly working as it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think the audience is is fine for what it is. You know, you get a bigger exposure on your takeover weekends. Um, I, I I don't I don't know the facts and figures of of if if takeovers overs are driving subscription numbers in the in the days following them, I would imagine to some degree they are, because again, you know, even at a bad week of Raw, let's say two and a half million viewers, you have one point six million subscribers. There's almost a million people gap, and I get WWE is probably trying to fill that gap, but my you know my theory is if it's if it's not broke, don't fix it. Like, you know, I'm I'm not going to go work on the plumbing in my kitchen because there's nothing wrong with it. Also, I don't know what I'm doing. That's very true. But but there's nothing wrong with it. So I'm not going to go up there and start messing with it. But the in as as this week's kind of played out and I thought about it a little bit more, I I've, I've I've kind of softened my stance on it, but but there is still concern there. Like j- just in the sense that again, you're going from 1 hour to 2. Some mm-hmm. of the things that you guys have already said one hour to two, you know, how, how are you going to fill that extra, you know, 20, 25 minutes? I mean, extend a couple of matches. Maybe you really don't, maybe you really don't have to change a whole lot, Mm -hmm. you know, but instead of a six minute match, you get an eight minute match. And then the next match instead of, and not that you're going to do this every week because then it becomes predictable, but you know I mean? I think we see longer matches in NXT to begin with. I think we, well, Mm -hmm. I mean, raw, Silently, over the past you know three four weeks, Raw has had more longer matches and sure. quality matches. But I would agree in in, in, in in general, yeah, in general. But you know when when you are, and we've always said it, NXT to me has always been more a wrestling show with stories, whereas Raw and SmackDown are an entertainment product with wrestling. Yeah. So now, really, the thing that that I'm I'm curious about. Is and and there's there's tons of rumors and if you think that any of the oh Vince is gonna you know fully run NXT or you know it's gonna suck because Vince is gonna have his hands in it more Vince already has like the NXT is a WWE product if you don't think that Vince McMahon gives the final yes or no to things regardless of how much Triple H runs NXT you're crazy. Because it's still Vince paying the bills and turning the lights on. But yes, Vince will probably have more hands-on than he has before because it is a different presentation with a you know a different demographic and all of that. But in any to any degree of Triple H isn't running it anymore, or Triple H is definitely running it and Vince isn't even gonna pay attention. It's all speculation. It's all you know, it's all just chatter, no different than we're doing here. So n- none of it's fact. All of it's, you know, rumor and, and speculation and all of that. But, like, that that's one of the things I'm most curious about is in is in, a, in about a month, less than a month, when NXT goes live on the USA Network, what does that NXT look like? 
And whether it's a 100% reaction to AEW on TNT or if they were planning, you know, they were thinking about it and decided to pull the trigger and get it out early, the smartest thing they're doing is getting it out early because you're you're yep. establishing a new brand on the network that wrestling fans like at least for me have always we've been conditioned to watch their wrestling for a while on USA now. you know that that's what we do and you're going to get conditioned to tune on to USA yep. at eight o'clock on Wednesday nights for at least three weeks so you know it's before that switch to TNT right, or right. that potential that, switch to right, TNT that's that's yep. that's smart, smart business yeah the one thing I will say is this is absolutely a reaction. To, uh, to AEW. I truthfully believe it, it is. is. It is Vince on the cell. Yeah. Because there was talks that possibly NXT was going to move to Tuesdays if it was Tuesday night Dynamite instead of Wednesday night. Or yeah. they, sure. they, don't, they don't even have a name for the show yet. It's still just AEW. Do you, right? Do you, right. Right now it's still just AEW. AEW wrestling. Right. I mean, even in, their, even in their press releases about the, the, the next two shows, four and five, I think even in the press release, it just says AEW on TNT 4. Yeah, right. and that's fine. Like, that's fine. Which is weird to me, but yeah. do your thing. Yeah, AEW on TNT is a great... It rolls off the tongue. Yeah, but it's absolutely Vince on the cell. I think, to go back to one of your points, Jim, I think that the risk-reward factor is actually rather low, meaning it's less of a risk and more of a reward because Vince is taking... And this is not a slight on the talent or who's on who's on the NXT brand currently. But you're taking if you're looking at this in the factors of a war, you're taking your pawns and you're putting your pawns, your third brand against AEW. And right. here's what happens. Much better song than I, the one I, that they I, currently I use. This too, is, either, this is always the NXT theme for me. Either AEW gets stomped out by NXT, and NXT becomes the third brand, and it becomes a touring product, and WWE makes more money. Or AEW beats NXT, which it should, because NXT is developmental. Sure. And then Vince has to use Raw or SmackDown to fight AEW, and that means better TV for us. Sure. And like, here's, why would Vince have to do that? Because Vince he, is still one. SmackDown is Vince, still two. Because Vince loves competition. He thrives on it. He thrives on it so much that he tried to create faux competition by splitting the brands. That's true. Like okay. He, okay. It drives him. Okay. That's why he's got the XFL to compete against sure. the AAF that doesn't exist anymore and the NFL that will continue to exist until people smarten up about concussions like it's it's like it's one of those things and even then if you pay them enough they're not gonna care right like here's the deal like yeah uh bully ray is on uh serious the busted open busted Busted open Open. um he gave some thoughts on uh on nxt moving to usa and and people saying that it's that it's some sort of personal and vendetta or you know this and that towards so so vince moving was the first blow in the war right uh, this is what Bully Not Ray Cody's said. He said, this has nothing to do with the personal vendetta. It has to do with business. You cannot just uh, uh, allow a wrestling universe, whether it's your wrestling universe or every other person 
in the wrestling universe to just watch a brand new product unopposed. It's ignorant. It's foolish. It's dumb business. Everything that WWE is doing right now is to, is to counter AEW is not personal at all. The business end of this is not personal. Trust me when I tell you this. Vince doesn't look at things personally because if he did, Eric Bischoff and Paul Heyman would not be his two right-hand men right now. Great you know, point. for as dumb as Bully Ray is sometimes... Sometimes he hits that nail square on the head. Squarely. He is he is a feast or famine type of hot take machine. Yeah. He's either striking out at the plate or he's turning on one for 600 feet and he's putting it into the next game. Right, because here's the thing. If, 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 if business decisions were made on, on personal feelings, you would not... Bring in the two guys who tried to put you out of business. One guy who almost succeeded. Who almost yeah. succeeded to be to to be the guys to lead your two biggest brands to put another company out of business. Just take a moment real quick and think as a wrestling fan how capable we were of watching Raw and Nitro yeah. and just wearing out that reverse channel button. Oh yeah. Now imagine in twenty nineteen being able to do that. But like also having social media to kind of guide us which way to watch, or also like, having this a, is a really really good thing for wrestling and iPads to watch, and phones yes. and possibly second TVs. Like you can go, you can literally go to Target and get like a thirty-two inch TV for like less than a hundred bucks. Right, right. Like it's not if you if you really want to go that far, you can hook set up, up a, two TVs and watch set up it two TVs and have them both going. Right. It's 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 actually going to be a lot easier now. To absorb both products right. at one time. But, like, we got along without having other TVs oh, absolutely. And, and social media and, and tablets. Like, oh, if there's a slower moment in Oh, my match, God, what's that? You just fucking flip back and forth. Raw goes to commercial, flip over to Nitro. Nitro right. goes to commercial, flip back over to Raw. Unless something nothing holds on, your nothing attention. Nothing on Nitro holding your attention, flip back to Raw. Right, nothing exactly. On Raw, see what's it's happening it's, it's on Nitro. really that easy. Um, let's get caught up uh, uh, here on a couple of the... Rising tides should rise all ships. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Um... Let's get get to a couple of the comments here. Uh, Lee asks, "Do you think the main more main roster talent will appear on NXT?" For me, if I if I'm booking and 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 maybe that's how we should address this question, and all of us can address it. Oh, we'll address. It. Is for me if I'm booking NXT, no, just let NXT be NXT because really, once you get to October and SmackDown moves to Fox and Raw stays on USA. I don't think raw talent should be wild carding over to SmackDown I agree. and vice versa. The wild card rule has been the most convoluted, confusing damn thing that, that has happened in this company in a long time. So simple is better. Raw superstars on raw SmackDown superstars on SmackDown and NXT superstars on NXT. I'm going to go the opposite direction and say, absolutely. I love what they did with Cesaro. Um, a couple years ago in NXT when, when he went down and like feuded with Sami Zayn. Um, I think Brizongo fits better up on the main roster. So I think – I'm not going to call it like a demotion, but I think you can move somebody up to a, quote, main roster spot in Raw or SmackDown. And if they don't flourish like they should, so move are, them back to a smaller like a draft stage. type thing? Um, yeah, I think that would be okay. See, yeah. I would have no problems with NXT being involved in drafts or, you know, have an, have an NXT – presence and like survivor series okay sure i agree with that where it's you know one night a year where superstars or brands uh, you right. know interact with, with each brands. other yeah, sure but i'm fine with all brands but otherwise hands i think off. that needs to happen i agree i agree but okay so yeah i'm thinking maybe more draft style. oh yeah i'd be yeah, fine with, with yeah, yeah that would that'd be totally and that's fine. how you handle call-ups right there yeah i am going to take the middle ground 
pussy. <laughs> no, because I'm going to pick the guys you aren't picking. This is where guys like John Cena and The Undertaker and all of the part-time, not-seen special attraction people will go. Huh. You want to draw a rating on a Wednesday night? Show somebody we don't see all the time. Don't give me who I saw on Monday or who I'll see on Friday. Strut the Undertaker out there and have him go face-to-face with anybody. Or have John Cena take on the Undisputed Era and beat all the Undisputed Era guys. Like, or, right, like that's, a, right. that's a joke. Right. All, sure. But like. But there's your Goldberg-Matt Riddle opportunity. Exactly. Wow, okay. You Ooh. have the opportunity yeah. to utilize all of these legends. Very nice. Who you've been strutting out. Shawn Michaels is already there. That's true. Send Shawn Michaels. There you go. Use Jerry the King Lawler to do the King's Court and have the interaction between Jerry the King Lawler and the Velveteen Dream. See, now Scotty has a good point here. Like the Ascension back in NXT. That's where they thrived. Uh, they, that that yeah. should be something that happens. Man, I miss I miss Connor so bad. Is he hurt? I don't know. No, they're just not on TV, so put him back in NXT. Why wouldn't Yeah, I'd be fine. I mean, Brizongo's back Brizongo's there. Brizongo's doing better down awesome. there. And again, on a small crowd, the people dancing, that's a thing again. Matt, how would important. how would you kind of handle, you know, would you, you know, inter, inter, interbreed with brands or? Um, I think it, it could be done, just not all the time. Like, maybe, like, on a rare occasion have that kind of crossover. But if you're doing it constantly, it's just going to get stale. So I wouldn't mind seeing some of the bigger names from WWE pop in on NXT for a match. I think it would be fun. But, again, like if if we're getting that every week, then I would get over it pretty quickly. I think they should limit it, though, to people who used to be in NXT. Okay. Wow, okay. Okay. Because that way you can... For those who didn't follow along with NXT, if a Cesaro or a Kevin Owens or a Bo Dallas. A Bo Dallas was the first name that popped like, up. I would like that. Yeah. It, or Titus O'Neil or yeah. any of them right. come back to NXT. Then you go, ah, NXT alum. Perfect. And then you can see the that bridges the people, that gap. Yeah. the people you see today will eventually be your stars on Mondays and Fridays. I like it. Yeah, I mean, and, and William had a comment. Ascension was lost in the shuffle and raw. And I think that's the people that we're talking about is these NXT stars that were over in NXT that kind of got lost in the shuffle. That's a great way to put it. Like, yeah, EC3, am I right? Uh, am I right? <laughs> yeah. uh? right Frank Frank Boris just jumped in, so he, he would probably be right with you. And, I mean, and, and, and here's an, an unfortunate or just an honest fact, not every guy that is good on the good or great on the indies or good or great in NXT is going to be that in the main on the main roster. Is it? It just is what it is. But in the same time, there are superstars. I think that at least in the NXT that we know and love now, that are main roster products that wouldn't be as successful. When I mean, you think about. You know, like the way two names the way Ring of Honor used to be. You know, you think there was guys that like if they got their start in the WWE, if they left the WWE and and got a Ring of Honor booking, the crowd was not too friendly with them. Like they basically had to like earn the respect of the crowd. 
because it is a, it was a different style and it, and it was very different and NXT is different than the main roster product. So again, what what this new NXT is going to be uh, to me that's one of the most exciting parts about it is is what are what are or are we literally just going to tune in on 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 Wednesday September 18th and see the NXT that we're familiar with mm-hmm. just in a in a, in a different format like that's a, what di- I think. a, a that's different what, time and I think, I think that's the that that at least at least to start that's the best way to do it yeah you can't start NXT with like the new day no again NXT alums but I don't think you can do well, that. Two of them, or two of them, were yeah. Sure, I don't think you can do like the shtick where they're throwing out pancakes to the NXT no. crowd. No, here's the thing. I I think the best way to start NXT on USA is the same way that we had seen a lot of takeovers start, and that's a dark, pretty much a dark crowd, Triple H in that ring, and rallying the fucking have undertake or have have Triple H cut that NXT. Is the spark that yeah. lights the fire, that it lights the flame, that burns the... Th- like, every time like, he does one of those, man, I want to kick a fucking hole in my door and get fucking going. Yeah. It's like, so the, like, it's just like the raw the intro. The are you ready? Like the are you ready? Yeah. yeah, absolutely. I think that's the, be- like, that's the Jim, best you're way absolutely right. to start that team. show. We are an X, yep. So there's... Because also, it provides that familiar face... That we have seen on our TV for, for 20 years. So we're talking about booking this show. Who is the first act that comes out from the from the curtain? Velveteen Dream. You think it's Dream? I think the first match on television will be Velveteen Dream versus Roderick Strong for the North American Championship. Bang and, on it. And Rod Strong wins. And Roddy wins. Okay. So, so we're not far away from saying we're not, but I think the first name okay, you well, strut out is Dream. I don't know. I think I feel like you have to go with Adam Cole. Yeah, like like you have you have people looking in the whole Adam Cole baby that reaction thing. Uh, excuse is something me, that's uh, really- uh, 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 Adam Cole what? Old Bay. Adam Cole what? <laughs> baby, <laughs> thank you. Baby, what the fuck it was baby? Oh, old what kind Adam Cole old bay? What what kind of like idiot? I, think, I think that whole presentation you're like, oh, this is cool. This guy's important. I may not be familiar with him, but everybody in the crowd does. This guy's important. Yeah. And then you can bring Dream out. Right, that's right. how I would bring do it. it. But I think you're not out. wrong with, with No, Dream. I think that match is just fine, but I think that the, the first music, the first sight that you see is the Undisputed Era because I think wrestling fans love factions. I think wrestling fans love in, like love interactive being interactive, and not, not that Dream isn't right. But to me, there is there is nothing in 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 WWE right now that is more interactive than Bay Bay. But you're gonna lead with your heel faction. Oh, they are heels. Yeah, like you are, cheer, you cheer them because they're cute and they yeah. play air guitar and they do Bay Bay, but they're heels. Like that's okay. To me, that to me. So the tapings that are done get us up to the live. Yes. Yes. Okay. And yeah. they've canceled the two sets of tapings right before. Right before, because they're going to go live. Because they're going to go live. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Um, so the spoilers that are out there, you can see what frames up heading into. Mm-hmm. So they're out there if you want to get yeah. them. We're not going to play spoiler or let you know that anything. Han dies. Oh, sorry. That was this one. Hate you, Matt. Matt, Matt what? Uh, who is who is the first? Superstar or superstars that we uh, that we see when we go live on the 18th. Iron Man. 
Matt Riddle. Oh, that'd be solid. See, there you too. go. That'd, Riddle, that'd be Riddle solid too. Again, it's a baby face. It's a star. It's somebody who you want the fans to get. It's like saying W. Okay, WCW's first match on Nitro was Flying Brian versus Jushin Liger. Yeah. Or no, no, it wasn't. Yes, it was. First match was Flying Brian, Jushin Liger, and Flying Brian comes out first. Flying Brian's the young star. They're going to try to make a million dollars off of him, and they're reliving a match with Jushin Liger. Like that's it. Okay. And the main event of that. You mean you're talking? We're talking Nitro, right? Yeah, I'm okay. comparing it to Nitro. Okay. But like the same thing with the first, um, the first Raw. I think the first Raw. I think Shawn Michaels is in the singles match. Okay. To start, and the main event is well, I look Undertaker. That up. I'm but to, okay, but to, to play devil's advocate a bit here is so if you would have if you had the NWO when Nitro launched, you're, you're telling me that like the NWO it, it wouldn't have been impactful for the NWO to come out first or like. Shawn Michaels, Triple H, China, well, when Degeneration X, China, like that, 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 that. So you're thinking heel comes out, runs the crowd, face comes sure. in, makes a save, everybody's happy going into the first break. Well, see, I went, I went with WCW as my main example, and also old WWF because at that point they were wrestling brands that entertained, much like NXT. When you get to the NWO, you start to become the entertainment brand that has wrestling. But even when the NWO started to take form. Scott Hall didn't walk out at the beginning of of Nitro. It was near the it was near that nine o'clock hour. Important time, right? But but, but if we're if we're talking because you you know you brought up the first episode of Raw, first episode of, of of Nitro. I'm saying if you have other programming or there's a there's a program that you're moving to a new night, new time, new format. If the NWO is already an established entity. Within your company, you, like I think it's impactful if the NWOs, you know, like Nitro starts and you know this show is brought to you by the New World Order, or if you know if if the Degeneration X, the heel version of Degeneration X that they were to start, the cool heel version of of Degeneration X that they were at the start, if they're already an established entity on you know Saturday morning superstars. You know, you debut Monday Night Raw, and you hear you know the the Are You Ready music starting. I, I think that's impactful as well. Like, and 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 that that's why I think starting it with Adam Cole, Bay Bay, and then and and the Undisputed Era could be just fine, regardless of the fact that they're heels. I'm totally wrong. Back to Raw. I'm totally. You looked wrong. at uh, yeah. You were you were a little wrong. It actually started with Sean Mooney. Outside, that's how they started with Raw. with Bobby with the Brain, Bobby the Brain trying, to, trying to break in, right? But, but the first in. match, first match was Yoko, who versus Coco who was the I believe. Wait, wait, no, Yoko was not W. Wait, Yoko was not WWF champion at this time. He was not. No, because Raw started what ninety three January ninety. Yeah, yeah Brett would have been champion because it was going into WrestleMania nine. Steiner Brothers defeated the Executioners, Dwayne, Dwayne Gill yeah. and Perry Hardy in three minutes. Good Jesus! Shawn Michaels defeated Max Moon uh, to retain the Intercontinental Championship, and the Undertaker Damian defeated Damian, 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 Damian Demento. Demento. Like so, I, I just 
Like Nitro debuting was a little bit different because oh, and Kamala you, turned babyface that episode. <laughs> a lot, a lot of big things happened here. Wow, what a! I, I almost want to go back and watch yeah. the first episode yeah. of Raw now. It's tough. Um, I bet. I really bet. Yeah, Rod Bartlett. Bartlett. Yep. 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 But like Nitro, the, the beginning of Nitro was a little bit different because you had that Monday Night establishment. But you know, but even still, it, it didn't like and like NXT. It, it's 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 this is something that we haven't really we haven't seen before. So yeah, again, I mean, I I think NXT would be just fine to have Matt Riddle be the first Velveteen Dream be the first you know music and star that you see. But to me, like when when the, that question was asked, to me it was undisputed era. One last point, sure, because I know we're we're gonna try to hit some other stuff too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If I mean, Vince this is Mc- the biggest thing yeah, of the week. If Vince McMahon is more involved with NXT. It's not a bad thing. No. Because if Vince is involved, it means that those roster guys now are getting groomed earlier to be stars on yes. Raw and SmackDown than before. What part of the problem is, is that while I think very much so that Vince is very hands-off with NXT now, and you can tell because when a guy gets called up to the main roster – yeah, they have a lot of buzz, and Vince hears the buzz, but then he doesn't understand the character. Right? See Breeze, comma Tyler. Yeah, like or see a lot of people. The Ascension, right? The, the, so, uh, Bo Dallas. So yes, Vince being more attentive to the brand m- means that he's going to understand the superstars. That's a great, a great call. If you look at the people that are successful today, from that, like the Elias, they come with that gimmick that's very easy for Vince to be like, "Oh, music guy, got it." I know what to do with it. Yep. That's again, good shit. Like, That's I didn't know how shit. to do that. Right. But again, we're... Kevin yeah. Owens, at a certain point, is very cut and dried. He was a family man. He was a fighter. Right. And yeah. that's a through remember line. Remember when he was going to wrestle in a suit? Right. I remember that. I remember, I remember they were, that. They were changing that. That's what the, it was the rumors. Um, yeah. But, but, but right. No, the, you're right. With, with Kevin Owens. Oh, shirt, shorts, fighter guy. Got it. Easy. Yeah. And family. Right. Bo does Dallas, everything. like, singlet, hair. I don't know what I don't know Bo what to leave. do. Right. Cool. Like... Yeah, now, it, I feel like Vince would be like, "Bowley, that's good. That's really good shit." It, good it shit. was. We how how often did we get that shoved down our throats? We did for a while, all the time. Yeah. I have a um, Bowley shirt. I still have it. Yeah, I saw it. But and then he, they made Bowley shirts, yeah. <laughs> which were brilliant. Like for for me, you know, it's it, I, I also you know people that are that are getting overly concerned with how much Vince McMahon is going to be in touch with this brand. Yes, he is going to be more involved. Because obviously, again, this is a reaction to a to a you know an oncoming storm. So he's aware of it. Yes, he's going to be Smart. more involved because if if you want the best general your company's ever had to to be back in the driver's seat. That said, there's Raw, there's SmackDown Live, now there's NXT, and also there's this football league that's launching in February. That that Vince McMahon empowered Oliver Luck to run, but Vince McMahon does not want to have this fail again. Well, he doesn't. You don't think it's going to be successful? He doesn't want to fail. Probably going to fail. It could fail, but I think he is going to be more attentive to what is happening with that as well, so that it at least survives. 
two years one, as opposed one? as opposed to one like so, it did last time. Survive and, and, one full season and to and not start have it, season two. and to not have it be a dumpster fire like the original XFL was. or the new. Do XFL you really XFL? believe that it won't be a dumpster fire? I think it has. I, I honestly think it has potential to succeed because there are. Yeah, it depends on what you define as success. Will it be NFL? Will it be the NFL? No, it's not Absolutely going to not. be the NFL. No. Will the, it be like a the cool thing. version of the AFL? Like the Arena Football League? I think it will be better than the Arena Football League because it's going... Cause it's actual football. Like, right. Well, like, that's the thing. Like the arena, like arena football, Canadian football, American football fans don't know how to absorb those products because it's all... Tiny little field. It's a tiny field or it's a big field and the goalposts are in the front and it's like right. really, really big... People don't know how to how to acclimate themselves when they could like easily learn a couple. This of This feels rules like soccer, and I'm not watching. I, I'm that. not watching soccer. So, like the the American Hockey League, the East Coast Hockey League. There's tons of minor league hockey leagues. There's minor league basketball leagues. There's minor league baseball. Those are they are all successful in their own way. Is Double A baseball or the Lancaster Barnstormers or anything like that? Is that Major League Baseball? No, but they succeed. And they carry on and they continue. Is, you know, the Reading Royals in the ECHL, is that the same as going to an NHL game? No. It's not. But they've been around for 20 years and they have, they are, those leagues are successful in their own right. right. So that, when I say I think the XFL, and, and we'll, we'll obviously just, we'll touch on the names and all that. So you're thinking alternative, not replacement. It will definitely not be replacement, especially because it's not running at the same time as the NFL. If anything, I think Jim's on to the right, uh, the right place. I think. I mean, put it this way: there's guys who played in the AAF that are going to make NFL rosters this year. Mm-hmm. If the XFL can can Tommy Maddox, well, Tommy Maddox was in the original XFL <laughs> and and quarterback the Steelers. So as long as you and Charlie Batch, I think was an XFLer, if I'm correct. No, he wasn't. No, he wasn't. My bad. Um, Not all Steeler quarterbacks were in the XFL. <laughs> but there's <laughs> Ben Roethlisberger was in the XFL this season. Actually, that could happen. <laughs> um, but Rod Smart. I think, I think as as long as as long as you understand what you are, you can be successful. I think this parlays into Vince trying to sell the XFL as the NFL Development League. Sure. Because it's the only NFL is the only sport that doesn't have one. Yeah. And especially if they try to get rid of the one and done rule or or the the 18 years old rule. Yes. Like don't go to college, play in the XFL. Or or you look at splatter your brain here so when you splatter your brain later you get more money. Right, exactly. Got like it. put it this way, Clemson's quarterback Trevor Lawrence was 19 years old, won a national title last year. And, and and people are saying, look, this kid should already be in the NFL. Lawrence I, I disagree that he should be in the NFL already, but the if Daniel Jones is in the NFL, then like this kid should the the you know he has to stay at Clemson because of like when his birthday is or something. he has it's to the stay there. Maurice Claret, yeah, he has to stay there two more years. Yeah, right. So if if you give him a, the ability to turn pro. After his second year of college football, 
guess what? He could leave Clemson after this year, go play in the XFL for a year. Make and money. Make money, make and, money. That's then, a big thing, right? and then enter the NFL draft the following year. You know, he can sell himself as a brand and as whatever, and he can make money on himself for a year with the XFL and, and, and not risk – not risk the injury in college where he's just a college athlete. And basketball players have that opportunity, too. Basketball players can forego sure. going to college to go play in Europe. Right. right. Overseas. Yep. And then eventually get drafted. Um, baseball, the same kind of way. Sure. They can – baseball is a little bit baseball different. Baseball and hockey are a little different because you can get drafted and still play in college or play in juniors. And you can play in high school for baseball. Yes. Because you get drafted in – you. There are three. You can be drafted three times in baseball. Yeah, well, I mean, in hockey, you can get drafted and still like you can be drafted at like sixteen and f- and finish two more years like in Canadian juniors and then enter your and so yeah, it, yeah. those those two sports are a little different. But again, the the I, I think back to the original point is while Vince will be more involved, I, I don't think it's to the scary degree that some people are afraid that it could be. I right. I don't think he runs it. He, he, plus, he's, he, 70, he completely he's 73, changes. 74 years old. Let's also remember that. Like, right. and I know we've heard all the stories right. of, you know, Vince going on like two hours of sleep an entire week and this and that. And some of those are probably, probably still true. I believe that. Yeah. Some of those probably, you know, I don't deny that any of those were true. Probably, to a degree, still true today. Mm-hmm. But... The guy's gonna start slowing down at some point. It, it's mathematical at this point. So back to the comments, real real quick. Uh, some of our fans here will be at the first SmackDown taping uh, in Fox. Uh, Jason Thomas says it's time for a Nails return. I had to look it up. Nails is still alive. I thought he died. Honestly, so. there's no way Nails comes back he's, after trying to hold Vince up for with physicality for money. Right, one. Right, and he wasn't good enough to to be able to come he back wasn't, from doing not that. Nails. Like um, Ultimate Warrior returned after holding him up for money, but it was sure, the, Ultimate the Ultimate Warrior. Warrior. Vince got the last laugh uh, on that one. Jason thinks it'll it will he not die? fail. Yep. Jesus, he did his last thing in my ring. Oh my God. Uh, Scott asks, "Are we really clamoring to have football after five months of it?" Hell, yes. Jim is. Yes, I'm fine with it. Give me all the like. I can I'll watch check it out, but I don't know if I'm if I'm going to totally be in it. I need to invest into a team, though. I need to buy into a team to care. Tim. Meh. Matt, are you are you a fan of, of more football? Um, not really, just because that's the heart of basketball season. Okay, so, okay. Uh, Scott asked, will Kaepernick be in the XFL? No. Even though he should. Hello, Sherry. How are you? I think he's fine with the settlement and his Nike oh, yeah. endorsements that's and true. all of that. I don't think he – I honestly don't think he wants to play football ever again. Not now. No. I don't think no. so either. He doesn't need to. Uh, Antonio Brown in the XFL because <laughs> this helmet stuff is annoying. Yeah, really. Shut the fuck up and play the game. Wait, put the helmet hey, on your head. Hey, there's bigger things to worry about than your helmet, like you being an idiot and getting frostbite. Yeah. Scott says, uh, 2019. Vince needs to take a nap. 2019 and a multimillionaire is getting frostbite. Stop. Uh, it. Jason wants more football. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, and, he, and he agrees that we need to adopt the team. And I think that's going to be the success of that, is if, like, the this previous the XFL, I didn't. Huh? This is the best segue I've ever heard in my life. What? The, 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 do we have to adopt a team? You have to adopt a team. Yeah. You absolutely have to. Because, I mean, I remember like Memphis Maniacs had a cool jersey, but I don't think I ever fully adopted a team to care well, about and, and, watching well, XFL. And, 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 and part, of the, part of the problem with the, with the lack of success in the, in, in the, the prior XFL <laughs> is, like, say you, say you were going to adopt the Memphis Maniacs as your team. 
they may not be on ever, more or less, you know, on sure. every week. Where now, you know, I'm, I'm going to be interested to see how the broadcast, like, the play out. I think every game, every team will be on TV every week. Okay. So you're going to, like, whether it's, like, one of the two broadcast stations, you're going to be able to watch your team every week. Yeah. So th- that's going to help as well. Jordan is down for more football. So the consensus is, yes, more football. I want to see if I can name all eight teams. Here we go. All right. This is my favorite game this that is, I yes, play with myself. Tim gets seven, seven correct and then stumbles on the eight. Tim gets four correct well, and then true. dies. Okay. So we have the D.C. Defenders. We have the Tampa Bay Vipers. The Seattle Dragons. The New York Guardians. New York, yeah, okay. Um, we have the St. Louis Battlehawks. We have the Los Angeles Wildcats. Hate that fucking name, by the way. Um, the Houston Roughnecks. And the ones you've named so far. It's it's San Diego. Oh. No, it's not. No, no it's, it's not. Is it East Coast or West Coast? Neither. Neither oh, God. coast. So what city's left? It's a second city in a state of another team that's in the league. Dallas Renegades. No. Yes. It is the Renegades. So for me, um, so do you default just to Dallas? Yeah, Renegades he's as a defaulting to Dallas. Well, see, it, it's a, it's a, it's a hard it's a hard decision because Dallas Renegades. It's kind of oh, a you it's, have it's kind of a Cowboys caps. style logo. Um, I, I like the color scheme, powder blue, a little bit of red. Um, so pro football, I'm a Dallas guy. Then again, there's the, the the Baltimore Orioles, Washington Capitals connection. Now, so you could then have the, your East Coast football team. Okay. I, I, I I like the defender's name. It is probably my least favorite logo. Okay, because it it screams soccer logo to me. Right. And I and I don't like it. My See, le- that's that you bigger field soccer don't like it. Like, well, my my least favorite is the fact that the L.A. Wildcats doesn't have a cat. Well, yeah, but the New York Guardians has a cat. Even though they people say it's a gargoyle, it doesn't look like a stupid gargoyle. gargoyle? It looks like a cat. It looks like a cat. Yeah. It looks like a cat. And then the Roughnecks is an oil derrick. That's that's a smart Dumb. decision. I love it's the that. Oilers. That's the only reason I will pull for Houston. Yeah, I will no, declare that, my team right that, now. That is the probably, Houston Roughneck. It is, is a smart decision, but nothing about an oil derrick tells me Roughneck. Wait, I what? feel like the folks that work on it. Would yeah, be I was going to say I, I would. I, I would think those folks would tend to disagree with you there. Yeah. Um, I mean, we we none of us can support the same team too. Is that a rule that we can? Make? I'm fine with that. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a fair rule. And Tim, you should be all on board with this now that you don't have an NFL team. Like you should be. I already have my team. Who's your team? I'm going with the best logo of all of them. The Battle Hawk. The St. Louis oh, Battle okay. Hawks, baby. All right. Let's go. Oh, yeah. And, and give me Ryan Mallet. I want Ryan Mallet. <laughs> said no one Give ever. me the frozen mallet right Not even now. Ryan Mallet's parents said that. So a roughneck. Is the St. Uh, Louis Battle Hawks logo just 
Brock Lesnar's tattoo with wings? Yes. Yes. Yes, that's, that's exactly what it is. A roughneck, by definition, is a rough or uncouth person. Or another definition, the second is an oil rig worker. Oh, okay. Like, so that is that is the reason for All right, that's, then that's... But it does tie in. That's acceptable. Uh, what's not acceptable... I would literally want Warren Moon to be the quarterback the of horrible, the Roughnecks. The, the horrible two logo, the worst two logos in the entire league is the Vipers and the Dragons. And you think yeah. it'd be like the easiest two to make. Right. Like, let's be real. It looks like they went on a website called Fiverr. And asked, like, hey, we need football logos. And they went on Fiverr, and they paid 15 bucks for unlimited edits on this stupid, derpy dragon. Like, have you seen the dragon? Always play 15. Always pay 15 for the okay. unlimited. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's good. I have, to, dragon, I have to look up the dragon now, because I'm that not. That dragon's not even worth the Viking experience's time. <laughs> Damn it, where's the goddamn... <laughs> Um, where's the Seattle Hinga Dinga Dungas? Um, for Shit, which team was the Viking? The, the, the Vikings. Listen to Seattle, me. Seattle Dragons. Dragons. Seattle. Okay. Um, they could have been the Seattle Daniel Bryans and just been all done with it. Well, yeah. I, oh, they're the American Dragons. Huh? Oh, there huh? it is. There huh? is the dragon. But the dragon still looks crappy. Yeah, that looks like the dragon, the logo, like on a shitty roller coaster that would sit on the front of the. Like, yeah, like that's a rough one. Like, a, like a Dorney Park roller that coaster right. too. Like, it's not even like a Hershey Park. That's the dragon that's on the kids section of <laughs> the, the ro- right. Yeah. yeah, welcome to Dragonland. Um, and the Vipers logo. Oh, yeah, that's 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 tough. Like and and maybe just because like they were the, they were like the two dimensional like you know what I mean because I think there was a I saw them posting video each team like posted like a short it was like a three second like quick video of like unveiling their look and they had like a three D look to it and it looked a lot better even yeah. the Vipers logo looked a lot better um, uh, yeah I'll declare it now I'm 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 a uh, god damn he's a renegade. Yeah, let's just do it. Yeah, let's just figured, let's just make yeah. it easy. Right. Let's let's you know. So because like when it, for like the the half of a season one time when I really tried to get into arena football, I was a Dallas Desperados fan. So let's let's just do it. Dallas Renegades for me. Yeah, the Vipers aren't that bad, man. That, that, gr- that ugly green vagina. It's the eye. It's a snake's eye. I don't care. Let me see it again. It's a snake's eye. It oh looks, yeah, it's a snake sign. It looks like crap. And actually, that feet. yeah, that's actually pretty clever. Wildcats is rough. Yeah, it's L A. The, the letters, the letters L A. But it, all right, Matt. I also <laughs> Matt. Go. That's yeah. not a gargoyle. I agree with that's you. That's a cat. That's a cat. It's like that's a battle cat. It. I hundred percent gargoyle. New York Guardians. That's my team. All right, Matt's a Guardian. You, you and you're a roughneck. I, absolutely. That is, right. I, that is absolutely. So Ryan and I are, right. are, are already home. Our state rivals, here. gentlemen. That is absolutely the best logo of the group. So do we have to set a wager? Uh, sure. Best team. I don't know what we do. Loser. Lo- worst team has to buy the best team dinner. Perfect. Or, there we work. go. That works. Um, Fair. I do love. Let's go, Ryan Mallet. I, I do love the. Uh, it's a solid logo. Too. I do. It just look, it just screams soccer to me. Uh, I see, love to it. To me, that's like Avengery. That would be like superhero. This would be 
the acceptable replacement to get rid of Redskins. Uh, the Steve Zabin show was like, they should have just okay. done the like DC Re- Redskins too. <laughs> the the like, DC just, potatoes. Just, just to get the reaction. Like, could you have imagined, Also the Redskins. Could, could you have imagined like how much play this would have gotten on social, like XFL sure. teams would have gotten on social media if they would have been the Redskins. The Redmen. The Redmen. Um, and just use like the old red man tobacco look. The, the Ooh, DC, good God. the DC Tontos. Yeah. Um, all right. But I do love the, um, like the, the identities and like the story. Like, Thank you, Tyler. We love our night. Like for the too. DC defenders on the shoulders of giants, they stand tall, unconquerable, unyielding, marching ever forward, a force united, one quest, one purpose, one resolve. Seeking glory through grit, victory through valor, the DC Defenders taking their stand. That's good shit. That's good shit. Like that, like that, like Vince Vince definitely wrote all of those. Love that. I love it. It would be great if we could all read our slogan for our team: Super Bowl or whatever the fuck they call it, halftime show, million dollar game, the billion dollar game, halftime show, Seth and Becky's wedding. Love it. Love it. Um, uh, XFL.com slash tickets, Ticketmaster. You can uh, begin placing your season ticket deposits. Team team branded merchandise will be available at XFL.com beginning Saturday, August 24th. There it is. So there it is. I got to get my... There. I get my shirt. Yes. Yeah, so, same. like, you know how, my like, WWE, WWE shop is shop.wwe.com. You already know how to find it. Shop.xfl.com. It. I, I expect to see some fucking buy one, when get does, one. When does the season begin? Uh, the week after the Super Bowl 2020. All right. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's coming less up. than six months away. I'm, 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 We're going to go to a game. Right, we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. We're gonna have to. Yeah, DC's not e- that far. Either DC or New York. New York, right? Yeah, the DC stadium is the is where the United play. I for, I'm not sure what stadium the Matt's Gargoyles are playing at. Guardian, excuse me. It ain't MetLife. That's <laughs> get it, it right, Tim. It is. It is not MetLife. Um, are they playing in New York or are they playing in New Jersey? I actually think they're probably playing in New Jersey. I am curious about that now that we're talking. Let's, about uh, it. Let's pull that. That's a up. good question, huh? Talk Tim, do you know where yourself. your Tim? Do you know where your, your Matt? Do you know where your uh, where your team plays? No, he does not. <laughs> he does not. Ryan, do you know where your team plays? In Houston. In Houston. In, in I'm curious. I, actually, I, I do MetLife. I'm curious if the uh, if the Dallas team actually plays in Dallas. No, they don't. So just just like no, my they Cowboys, don't. they do not. Play, they actually they play in Arlington though. The Renegades play at Globe Life Park in Arlington. Oh, which, is that Beautiful. the Texas? Is that the that is baseball the, stadium? That is the Rangers stadium. Okay. Wow. I like the, that. Uh, the logo for the Renegades is kind of date rapey. Yeah, well, at least we have a, like a, an identity. Um, kind of date rapey. The Houston like plays. The guy with the mask on with the red eyes, like he's leering he's at the rabid. girl in the parking lot. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah. totally fine. That's like how they do it in Texas. The sticky bandit. Um, the Houston Roughnecks play at uh, TDECU Stadium, which is the home of uh, the University of Houston Cougars. Cougars. The LA Wildcats play where the LA Galaxy play. I think that's also where the LA Chargers currently play. Yeah. Uh, St. Louis plays at the former 
Edward Jones Dome. Yes. The oh, home okay. of, oh, the home Guardians of do play at MetLife. Wow. Yeah. Wow. That's that's that going to sell out. That's going to look empty. Um, Tampa Bay Vipers play at Raymond James Stadium, which is home of the Buccaneers, and WrestleMania 36. WrestleMania. Ooh, um, so is it now? Is it WrestleMania Viper or WrestleMania? No, I think it's still WrestleMania Pirate. I think the WrestleMania the, Buccaneer. The Wrestle- logo got WrestleMania Cannonball. WrestleMania. WrestleMania uh, Seattle Dragons play at CenturyLink Field, which is home of the Seattle Sounders and the Seattle Seahawks. Wow, and okay. the DC Defenders play at Audi Audi Field, which is uh, home of DC United. Oh, okay. So, you know, okay. so really, I mean, it's it's that's still a big stadium. F- you know what? Four out of the eight. Stadiums are NFL stadiums. Um, one is a Major League Baseball stadium and one of the college stadium and a, a couple soccer stadiums. So, and one's been defunct since the team moved to LA. Yeah, yeah. You know, St. Louis is really like the only, yeah, is the only team that that doesn't have any other football identity to it Battle right now. Battle Hawks, bam, yeah. Bam, 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 um, I mean, it's it's. I'm, I, I, I am excited successful. I really do. Um, just, Merch goes on sale Saturday. Saturday. I'm jumping in. I am too. Head first, baby. It's payday, baby. Um, but if they don't have fat man sizes, we're boycotting the exit. That's it's a, fair. It, okay. I if think, they don't, that's fair. I think we need to, we need yeah, to draw I think, that line. I think Hard that stance. Is, I think that is fair. I think we boycott, the, hold. We, we boycott the league. Um, really, my biggest highlight of WWE TV this week was The Fiend getting Jerry Lawler. And, and and in a different way than than previous times as well. Jerry was Jerry like, loved that. Nope, I love this. Nope, don't I've want seen any. this nope. before. Nope, don't want it. Nope. I'm leaving. I'm leaving. Brilliant. And Fiend's like, uh-huh. no, you're not. Um, love it. Still very excited. I don't need to see a ton of that because somewhere in my mind I was also questioning like, why, why, why Lawler? Like what? I mean, I know he's it, it's, he snapped, and that's what it is. And they can tell me that that's fine, but you can't do that every week, which I don't think they will. No, I don't think they will either. And it seems to be very like legend heavy, like McFoley, and, and now you know it's. Uh, I don't need well, to. Well, but he also got Finn Balor, the in fiend, there. to be like a legend killer. No, but he, and, like every time a legend also, spot but happens, he went after Finn Balor as well. Correct, and, and he yes, got Finn yes. Balor. And he's so. gone after three Hall of Famers. Yeah, <laughs> like, right. that's my concern is that he's like legend killer status, and again. Uh, well, I know. I'm, He's infringing I'm, on your boy I'm Randy Orton's territory. Fine with so it. I just, just don't need to see it weekly. Fair. Or every time somebody comes back, we see it. Loved hearing Lawler on commentary. I'll tell you that. That was a ple- pleasant, actually, actually a pleasant surprise. I actually have my highlight. My highlight was seeing the future of WWE commentary on Monday nights. Vic Joseph. Vic Joseph. Solid. Vince McMahon's got a new boy. Well done, sir. Well done. Yeah, he does. And, and if you notice, Vic jumped into the play-by-play role, and Cole jumped to color. Yep. Yeah. Absolutely did. Yeah, and and, uh, and it was solid. It was let's so- tip our hat to Cole because pretty seamlessly Cole was able to slide from one to the other. Cole is ready to be done. He is. Cole will probably end up being the a producer for NXT. A great role for him. Fair. Yeah. Very good. Um, I, I could see Cole going to WrestleMania and then moving along. Call one more Mania and, and be done when your voice blows out like it did last year. Um, be done. Ryan, what was your highlight from WWE TV this week? Um, I mean, it probably would be The Fiend. I mean, I think it's very special still. Love the whole setup. I just don't need to see it. Wasn't it wasn't Braun Strowman winning tag titles with an, a now grown-up Nicholas? Or? No, no, those memes okay. were stupid. I hated all of them. <laughs> Screw anybody for making them. Um, Probably the whole thing. Well, actually, um, I don't know. I just... 
highlight-wise, I was really, really excited for the reveal of mm-hmm. who attacked I'll say, we're going to get Reigns. the lowlights. We're going to get the lowlights. I was Don't... fucking hook, line, and sinker the entire show for that. I was like so jacked up. And I even tweeted, I'm like, they're going to fucking make me see the whole show with anticipation. Better be good. <laughs> and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to argue that it was. But Matt, what was your highlight of the week? Of course you of would. The week? The Fiend, for sure. Um, I, I, I enjoyed that whole segment. Anytime Lawler looks weird and uncomfortable, it's fine with <laughs> me. Like, as, as ridiculous as El Torito goring him in the nuts at the Hall of Fame thing was, I enjoyed that. <laughs> I forgot about that. Um, Can't wait till he's a special guest at Pro Wrestling Empire this fall. <laughs> like he's watching this. Um Lowlights for the week. If it, um, for me, it was the OC losing the tag team titles. I mean, I get your your you get a title on Braun, and you're doing this push and pull with the Universal Title picture, but you don't have to do it at the expense of the OC. Yeah, like I agree. Th- that was one of the best things they've been doing for the past few weeks, and maybe they'll get him back. I don't know, but I feel like you may have you cooled that off a little bit. I, I didn't. You're not wrong. Not a big fan of that, uh, Ryan. Um, Hit me with the low light. <laughs> uh, well, obviously, it's it's the the reveal is is the lowest of low lights. Um, I also wasn't like super thrilled about the opening round matches of the King of the Ring tournament. Like, I was hoping for okay. like better matches, maybe. And I just I don't know. They just didn't connect to me. That's okay. all. But my God, the reveal of who it was. It looked like Mad Monk. With a beard. <laughs> um, here's just the thing. Some, some bald dude with a beard. Right. I don't think that... Like the, like, the story's not over. I know it's not. Right. I know. Right. And shame on me for thinking it was. Right. Like, it, like this... They the, got me, and that's what I'm pissed right. about. It's, and, and again, and I think, Tim, I think you touched on it a couple weeks ago, when I think it was Bischoff's first week even being at SmackDown, is... One of the things Eric Bischoff has, has always done very well is cliffhangers. Yep. And, and this story has continued to move week to week, and it's changed week to week. In that and closing it, segment. And it's kept yep. you guessing week to week from that closing segment. Like, I loved it because it, 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 it was – everybody goes, what the fuck just happened? Right. And there's no way that it's over. Like, this story is continuing – Loved it. I really like. I, I, I'm because I'm I, like I don't know where they're going with it. I'm curious where they go with it. I, I mean, I'm assuming it was Rowan. In, in turn, it probably will be right. Tim, low light of the week. The fact that Roman Reigns just stood there. Okay. Lack of selling to that is that what like you mean, he's or? just like. There was a long pause on Roman. Like, yeah. that was a whole bunch of non-preferred. As soon as they took the hood off the dude, and it was Rowan's dad, I didn't <laughs> care. I was I, I was just a big meh for me. That's a huge bitch! Yeah. And, and if you go you back... Felt, you felt bamboozled? No. Hoodwinked? I just feel like... Perplexical. That goal was pulled over your eyes? That could have been anybody. And instead, you get, like... AEW Rowan. <laughs> that's and, and that's was, Impact Rowan, now, and you know good, it. Good, good place is uh, fake Rowan was like, mm, 
and we shaking and like doing his big Otis Stones Tuggy. I mean, he was shaking. Uh, really, he wouldn't stop shaking. He just had. Right. Well, sure, he was, he was scared. Hit Roman with my vehicle. If anything good has come out of any of this, a spotlight has been shined on Buddy Murphy. And oh, that yeah. is the importance. Of oh, this. that match. Him that and, booking him is and, that booking is great. Him yes. and Brian this putting week on was great matches. Awesome, Matt. Did you have a low light this week? I mean, it, it, the low light for me was the same. Just the whole reveal, very underwhelming for all that build up. I just, I get that it's not done yet, but at this point, it's just kind of like I'm not invested at all. To use like an old TV turn, like they jumped the shark this week with the story, where it's like, ah, I just, oh god, that's all. Um, all right, just a few uh, news items. I love like news items, Jim. Um. Jordan says, "Does Bray have full creative, uh, full creativity of his character? I don't know if he has full creativity, but he is hands on, and that's one thing I, I saw is an interview with GameSpot.com designer Jason Baker discussed the creative process with Bray's new character. He said Tom Savini Studios has been working with WWE for almost ten years now. They have a great, we have a great relationship. We coordinate with the wrestlers to find out what they want. Spend a lot of time uh, on the phone with. He said Firefly Funhouse has consumed his life." But he said, it's all uh, Bray's brainchild. He's had these ideas. We did some concept art, but it wasn't really hitting home. Uh, so you got a really good sketch artist named Kyle Scarborough out of St. Louis to do concept art. Um, and they took those sketches and brought the characters to life. Brilliant. Um, he said they're great, great blueprints. Uh, they put their stamp on the mask as well. Uh, he did say, the fans need to keep watching because they haven't seen anything yet. If they think that this is the greatest thing to ever happen. They just need to keep watching. It's going to blow them away. So I'm I'm like I read That's that exciting. I read that and I was like I it, it was just it, all right. it was all over. Here we go. Here's what's going to happen. The fiend is going to kidnap Triple H and Stephanie's three kids. <laughs> Jesus. Brainwash them to be a part of the Firefly Funhouse and we get the fiend Triple H at Super Sandown 5. Not WrestleMania. Super Sandown 5. Because it's just as big as WrestleMania. It's, it's going to be weird to explain why a giant pirate ship is in Saudi Arabia, <laughs> but it's going to be there. We're making it happen. Yeah. <laughs> they respond well to Never mind. I won't even say it. Um, it's a bit archaic even for them. The, <laughs> next, the next two AEW on TV locations have been unveiled. Episode 4 will be in Pittsburgh on Wednesday, October 23rd at the Peterson Event Center. Um, and I think somebody, I don't know if you're still in the, um, is, if the same people are in the question, but they ask, why are, why are they there and not at the PPG Paints Arena? And it's plain and simple, smaller buildings. I agree. Like, you'd rather sell out small than not sell out big. Right. And they're, they're connected to that building because Britt Baker went to college mm. there. Um, Ticket prices for that TBS. event, 90, 75, 50, 35, and 20. I saw on Twitter somewhere somebody was actually surprised she's a dentist. So they're like, oh, you're really a dentist. I can't. Why would you do what? Oh, my God. Why would you be a dentist? Right. Because I'm going to stop taking bumps at 34. Yeah. yeah. And um, then I can do teeth until I'm 60. Episode 5, Charleston, West Virginia, on October 30th at the Charleston Col- Coliseum. Ticket prices for that, 80, 60, 45, 30, and 20. Tickets for both of these events go on sale tomorrow at noon Eastern. Mm-hmm. 
Um, Sell out by one. The worst part of the reveal was having to hear Cody Rhodes try to sing Take Me Home, Ooh. Country Roads. I would say it it's was I actually think Jim's got a worse. Yeah. Um, two things. The, the, the graphic, you, like the, the color and display of the Charleston one says like Joel Austin is coming to your city feel to it like none nothing about that one <laughs> says wrestling at all but even more offensive than that is you don't even have the right fucking building on the picture the building on the picture is the uh is like the west west bank co arena or something like that in wheeling west virginia home of the wheeling nailers and the only reason I really caught this is because it has the goddamn Wheeling Nailers logo on the fucking graphic. Yeah, it sure does. You didn't see that on the one with the foreheads because the foreheads, one of them covered it up. But when you put that Moxley graphic out there, it's a an arena in goddamn Wheeling, West Virginia. It is your fifth TV episode, and you put the wrong arena on the fucking graphic. That it's that's that's shitty. That's that's, that's bad. fucking that's shitty. Bad, it really is. Um, but I think no good. the finals of the tag tournament, I believe, are at the Charleston Wheeling Show. Charleston <laughs> Wheeling that we're going to call yeah, it? I think we're going to call it the Charleston Wheeling Show. But, Tim, you're you're more in touch with all the being the elites and all the elites and all the being the road to elites or whatever yeah. they're called anymore. But I believe tag title finals, the first tag championship, is at charleston wheeling right i haven't heard i didn't think they got announced okay i thought i saw something along i'm sure it has i don't follow it i follow the youtube product i haven't really been following the twitter stuff so Um, if it got announced it got announced i mean it's that's cool i'm excited yeah i'm I'm, I'm ready to watch my yeah i mean i'm ready for next weekend i really am to see all out i'm ready for AEW tv to start i'm also really ready to see if once tv starts if if the and 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 it should and I, and I and dear God I hope it will is the and we've talked about it before is that the things you need to know are told to you on the TV show and not on other things. Um, earlier this week, I know we posted it when it came out. Tony Schiavone um, has been locked into a deal with All Elite Wrestling. He will continue his work with MLW. Um, have they? Do we know what his role is yet, or is it just? He's with AEW in some fashion, not WWE, <laughs> right? His role. Right, which which I mean, the the fact that WWE was pushing to get him again in what what faction? You I can don't just know. hear Tony go, "Oh, now you motherfuckers want to give me a call?" Right, because okay. right, because that was the big. They didn't even want him to like work in video archive stuff. So, um, kudos to Tony. I mean, he he's back in the in the wrestling game and and uh, seems to be super happy about it. Um, WWE announced today that they are launching a uh, a podcast network with several superstar focused series. Uh, the move into the audio space marks the first for WWE. Uh, it is with Endeavor Audio. It is their latest foray foray in exploring new podcast formats. Uh, as part of the release, it said storytelling is at WWE's core. We're eager to add the audio genre to our portfolio. Partnering with Endeavor Audio, an expert in podcasting, will enable us provide our fans with unique content and reach new audiences across the platform so i just look in, looked into the three count thursday dms and we still don't have an invite to join the mm, podcast. Yeah, it's, fucking, it's coming it's coming yeah, we'll have to look into the spam folders maybe yeah maybe maybe, maybe you're getting... in, the, in the email um 
It's the number, not the word. I'm, I'm exactly. yes. I'm, I'm, right. I'm, I'm curious to see where where this goes and what it means. Is it going to be, you know, wh- I'm happy to be the Saturday night or Saturday morning slam podcast. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, I'd be fine with that. Yeah, like I would. I, I will I'd work wake for, up Saturday morning just to do it. I would, I would work for fairly minimal wage to do, to do that. Damn I will right. work for. I will work for free WWE Network. I'll work for free WWE shop merchandise. Always about the swag. I will work for a coupon code that gives me unlimited 25% off merchandise. I will still pay for it, but give me the free network. And the premium network that you're going to end up rolling out for like 27 bucks. Like, I want that one. I want yeah, the absolutely. all. I want the all. The all network everything. I want the special all, all network everything. Or like all red everything. Yeah, I want that one. Um, in, <laughs> I saw this today on Cage Side Seats. Um <laughs> CM Punk's agent apparently has has contacted the WWE about the upcoming FS1 talk show. For what reason, I don't know. It, the, the headline jumped out at me. Um, I mean... There's probably a story to be told there. Probably. Um, I'm not going to tell it. I, 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 would, I would be shocked. I'm not interested. I would be shocked. You're not? No. To see them working with each other, I would be su- really, really I just, surprised. I just want wrestling's hot ex-girlfriend to just go away. Yeah, like, but dude, she just was le- hot. She was, but guess what? We didn't even know what we had until she was gone. Yeah, and like, but then I she still gave us chlamydia. Off to oh. like pictures of her. God, look, so, it's like, past eleven. It's we can say still chlamydia, like. Right? No, I just wasn't ready to hear it. Okay. It's still something that I hold she, very fondly oh to me. She hurt us. I can still smell her on my pillow. Um, you do realize that because CM Punk wanted to go and take his ball. Oh, we're we, talking about CM Punk? I'm talking about AJ, AJ Lee. Oh, oh never mind. Okay. <laughs> um, cool. Because I was just going to remind you that because he left, we got Batista. I w- <laughs> Yeah, and that breaks my heart. <laughs> I want I want Rusev to get. I was happy. I want Rusev to get the push, the pushest of pushes, because um, he uh, he went at it with uh, the Brad Shepard this week. <laughs> um, I guess you're a big Brad fan, aren't I, you? I, I love the Brad Shepard. Um, so I guess earlier in the week or a couple weeks ago, Brad Shepard had, had posted an article that uh, Rusev and Lana were not expected to re-sign with the WWE. Now, this week he said, um, according to a source in WWE, both Rusev and Lana are expected to re-sign with the company. <laughs> to which, to which Rusev quote retweeted, "You need to make up your you you need to make up your mind, dude." <laughs> and then, uh, yeah, I mean, Rusev doesn't know what to do here, right? And 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 Brad said, "I report, you decide." Um, and Rusev said, "How can you report when you have no idea?" <laughs> Yeah, fair. And you did see that Rusev has gone completely clean shaven. Oh yeah, clean shaven. I didn't see tightened that. Tightened up the haircut a bit. Dude's oh, look fucking. At that. He looks like a regular Jack. He looks like an S kicker right now. He, he has sure good shit. He is gonna push somebody's S in real hard. Yeah, just good shit. Just big muscly, just muscles and. There's not much there on top. Getting on elbow that. deep. Yeah, he's getting. It's, yeah, ramming in there. Sorry, what were we talking about? <laughs> and uh, and finally, according to the Wrestling Observer newsletter, um, Moxley is currently dealing with a minor injury, some sort of elbow injury, maybe an infection. 
Uh, he got in Japan. See, he's always knowing what's going on in Japan. Those wrestling observer guys. He would know. Guys. He would know. Japan uh, killed Reed Flair. He wor- he worked shows this weekend for Northeast Wrestling, and with the exception of the eight sixteen show in Poughkeepsie, his singles bouts were made tags. Uh, he pretty much assisted in doing uh, his singles match with Pentagon Junior. Very careful not to bump on the elbow. So, I mean, obviously, we're we're a week away from. Uh, from all out, it'll be curious to see. I don't know. I don't know his booking schedule. I don't know if he has any shows this weekend. It'll be curious to see what happens with those matches. Um, I thought they usually run all of his bookings through you. So why? Do, why would you don't know? Well, his it's schedule? been a busy week, so yeah, I, I, I do right. kind of did, did kind of forget them this the week. There. That's fine. Yeah, it, it's all right. You know, shit happens. I mean, this just in wrestling guy dinged up. Not a big deal. Yeah, I mean wrestler hurt. Well, I mean right. if 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 it is some sort of like staff infection, that could be a concern. But we got a week. CM Punk. <laughs> Z-Pack doesn't work for AEW. It does. Yeah, that's fair. Hmm. Um, does he still work for WWE? I think he does. You just, okay, just, you just trot you, him out. You just don't see him. Um, that's all that I got. Do you I guys do you guys follow Oni Lorkin on social media? I have seen his Twitters are hilarious. I have seen some Oni Lorkin. You want to run that love back? His, <laughs> love his Twitters. I really enjoy them. One I just found out. They're, they're all little stories. I'm gonna let him live. Chat, you gonna let him live with that? One time before a match, Vince McMahon came up to me and shook my hand and said something, but I was so fired up and ready to kick ass I couldn't understand. So I just yelled "rock and roll" <laughs> and made the rock and roll sign with my hand, and I think he loved it. And then he walked away. <laughs> And that's it. Just little stories like that. And they're all capital letters, so he's just yelling at you. Fair. Go follow Oni Lurkin. It's at underscore Star Destroyer. Um, Matt, do you have anything to add? Or if not, uh, let people know. I believe our guest was the woman of the week this week. Yep. Guest was the woman of the week this week. Uh, stay tuned. My Twitter is at 3CT, the letter A. Philly is in Philadelphia, the number 8. So 3CT affiliate. Uh, a lot of guest announcements coming up, so just make sure you're keeping an eye on that. Not that Recount Thursday doesn't retweet them, but if you want the news first, Ooh. follow me. Ooh, there it is. Exclusivity. Or don't. I don't really. Appreciate. That's good shit. I mean, Notre Dame football's I'll coming say, up. We're, we're 12 days away from <laughs> fucking Fluties flying, so get it, yep. in, get it in now while the getting's good. Um, Matt will. I'm uh, blocked this year. Yeah, that, that goals. Hashtag life goals. Uh, Matt, we'll talk to you next week, buddy. Yep. Have a good night, guys. All right, Tim. Goodbye, where can the uh, the folks follow you? At not the tool man across all platforms: Instagram, uh, Twitter, yeah. Snapchat. If you care, I stream Jimmy! on Twitch.tv forward slash not the tool man every Monday, Wednesday, Friday. We're not streaming tomorrow because I'm closing on a house, so I'm not going to be online. So. Sorry, uh, but if you want to hear more wrestling takes from me that aren't not necessarily so modern and are blast from the past, check out Final Wrestling Place um, wherever you find your podcast: Spotify, Apple, Google, whatever. Uh, this season, uh, our season four is ma- uh, makeshift tag teams. I, I gotta. Since when did you guys start doing guests on there? This is and the I'm, first one, and I'm fucking offended that I wasn't one of the that I wasn't the first. Well, he's, by the way, he's the he's the he's the godfather of the podcasting well, network. You, you best find a way to get my ass on we'll one of these shows. Out. We'll make it happen. You best make it happen. It God will. damn it! 
I was a day. I'm a day oneer. I know. I am a day oneer. Damn it. I just want to be a part of the thing. We'll get you in there. All right. And I listen, and I listen to an episode. Cool. So I think I should be on before Jim. I mean, I mean, for Ryan, listening to a, a podcast episode is pretty impressive. It yeah. is pretty good. Yeah, yeah. It was the one with the uh, with the dude in the thing, the guy in the thing, and nice. they're talking about wrestling. The show and all, yeah, cool. Yeah. And the Schnavitz and she's yeah. in the Schnavitz yeah. burn. But thanks, guys. All right, uh, Tim. Thank you, Ryan. Anything to add here, Tim? I want to thank you as well. That's all I wanted to add. That's all you want to add? Did, 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 yeah, dude, come up this weekend. Support independent wrestling. I'm hanging out at Atomic Championship Wrestling and Rogue Women Warriors. Big three-part show. Dude, we got a cage match. Women, cage matches. Um, oh, really? Really, Jim. It's so much going on. Come hang out with us. Uh, Atomic Championship Wrestling over in Stevens, Pennsylvania. Really easy to find. Just plug it in. ACWPro.com is the website to find all information. Are tickets, you sure about that? Tickets should be available at the door. Dude, they are selling very fast. So Shut get your tickets money. while you can. Tickets, like I said, should be available at the door. Come hang out with us. It's going to be such a good time. Just like this. Boy, so that's... So fluffy. That's a lot That's a lot of things. Loud noises! That are, so fluffy. That are, that are happening. All right. We thank you. We want to thank again Valentina Loca for joining us here tonight on the show. Make sure you're following along uh, with her and her journey through this crazy business we call wrestling. Uh, we want to make sure you go to 3CountThursday.com. Follow us on all of our social media, our YouTube. Uh, get our merchandise, whatamaneuver.net. Patreon.com slash 3CountThursday is where you can find the pre-show, post-show, and much, much more. Uh, our home network is NGSCSports.com. And the sponsor of this show, Alicia's Pillows and Things. Decorate your home with fandom, be it sports, movies, TV, and much, much more. Pillows, stools, Everything. Alicia's Pillows and Things. Go to NGSCSports.com. Find the Alicia's Pillows and Things tab on the homepage. Place your order. We'll talk to you next week. Stay safe. Stay smart. Go for the pin. Ah! 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 Ah!